Okay, I'm bored in a house and I'm in a house boy. Bored in a house and I'm in a house boy. Bored in a motherfucking house boy and I'm bored in a motherfucking house boy. Bored in a house, bored in a house boy. Bored in a house, bored in a house boy. I'm bored in a motherfucking house boy. Manual side chain. Hey, shout out to those staying sane, bored in their house. Shout out to Tiger for checking on us. We about to have another two-hour pod because we don't want to go back to our board. Right. I need me a dick chick. You don't want Right. Hey, man. Foreign bonding. Yeah. 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 Just talked about whatever, but she didn't ask. Like, damn, why were you gone so long? Typically, it takes us around an hour to record, and then there's time before and afterwards. So there was all that plus probably another hour on top of it, and another hour on top of that because we did a two-hour play. So yeah, she if she would have asked, probably enjoyed her time for herself. Oh yeah. For sure. I'm bored in the motherfucking house, boy. Oh, man. Let's go. <laughs> On that note. Let's go. We are back, baby. Um, Episode 40. Episode 40. Wow. Yeah. 40. 40. 40. How's everybody feeling? Health check? Everybody's good. feeling good. Good. Yeah. good. Nice and healthy. Yeah. Still working out. Yep. Yep. Um, I haven't been working out. I'll just get that out there. Yo, the for way. those that don't know, jogging. On, on pavement is a lot different than jogging on a treadmill. Oh. It's terrible. It's terrible <laughs> for Running you, on actually. pavement is... No, I know it's bad for your joints, but still, the workout is more intense. No. Oh, yeah. It's top five things I hate ever. Yeah. I just can't... Jogging or jogging on pavement? Running. Any, any activity uh, oh, on him. pavement. <laughs> yeah. Uh, any activity, like playing hoops on, on the outdoor courts. It's funny. You don't think about that when you're a kid because you just want to play. You just want to play. Yeah. Right. You don't care where, when. Those that don't know, Joe actually had a, a really bad accident growing up on pavement. Yeah, I broke my arm playing basketball on the outside courts at Brantford Park. Did you ever? Did you still play outside after that ever? Because that would fuck story. with me. Um, of course, yeah, I hear the story. But, but, but I felt like I felt like I had to just to like make sure there was no fear there. The PTSD. Or, yeah. <laughs> Funny thing is, so it took me a year worth five surgeries, and a year later. Um, I got the plate out of my arm and all that. And funny thing is summer rolls around again. We're outside basketball, you know, Brantford in the summertime was, it was lit out there in the outdoor yeah. uh, courts. And my parents pull up, my mom's yelling at me while I'm playing like, Joe, <laughs> get off them. I'm like, come on, mom. Like, come on, man. And I was yeah. like 16, 17 at that time. Yeah. Got no fear when you're that young. So, so but, but you know, mom's yelling at me in front of all these dudes. Some know me, some don't. So some know the story, some don't. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, it's kind of embarrassing, but she's like, I'm like, I got this. You know, I'm the I one that has to do with it. It's like, yeah, but I got to deal with your attitude and the bills and all mm-hmm. that. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> you got me. I'm going to come home. Yeah, you right. I have to wait for the, the gym to open up. Fuck. Yeah. But uh, cool. Good, everybody. Yeah, Lovely, yeah, yeah. Healthy. Shout out to those that are really getting it in. I, I, ran, I ran around my block and I seen this guy's whole garage is a full-on workout yeah. situation. like. Yeah, no stay, excuses. Stay active. I'm seeing a lot less challenges, but everybody's still yeah. being quite active. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. I'm feeling good. Mickey got a haircut. Or well, rest of us are still. Have you had a haircut? Hell no, man. I'm dying. I'm, right I'm looking now, like bro. Wolverine, looking Logan over here. Looking like a homeless man. Mickey did his own haircut. <laughs> he clipped himself. Look, Pretty good job. To be honest, a brave you soul. Yeah. Person. So many people are like, yo, because I only took a picture, but everybody's like, all right, let's see the other angles. And I'm like, I think it's fine. I just let's not look for any lineups or anything like that. Nobody's yeah. trying to play the mirror against the mirror with the angles. But luckily, you know, I had a lot of Filipino friends growing up. And if you know Filipinos, they're uh, really good scratch DJs. Yeah, uh, yeah. Most really of them good. have at some point been in a dance group. They're just good with their hands. They've definitely <laughs> cut their own hair. Yeah. Most of them are bald. And I, think, I think most of them grew up playing well, the piano. Now. So that, I think that has a lot they're to do artistic. with it. They're artistic. That's all the Filipinos, man. They, they, uh, they helped uh, groom myself, in, in pun intended, there. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, got a nice little cut. How, how you, can we, nice. Can nice. we get an under hat check? Nice. You're going to give him, you're going to give him, oh, you got give him flowers. You know what I feel like? That he little Hispanic be. kid in elementary school that hasn't had a haircut in two months. They're, they're definitely a little more Chia Pet textured, <laughs> but I definitely know. Yeah, I know who you're I talking think. about, that's though. And less gray. You know, when, right before I went to college, I told Abner, I said, yo, can you show me like how to cut my hair? Because like how I can do it myself, because I don't know. I'm not, I don't know who I'm going to meet or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one can do it like you, because Abner Spiffy used to... um cut my hair shout out to him yeah and i'm like you know with zero clip on the side so i start oh after the first show nope give me that nope, <laughs> nope, nope. <laughs> go find a barber go to go to fantastic sam's <laughs> oh that's worse <laughs> go to supercuts you, yeah. you ain't gonna do it i ain't gonna Have you ever you got go a cut of supercuts or floyd's <laughs> i used to see a barber yeah yes i um uh, supercuts i think when i was a kid growing you know once a month you get that haircut. yeah I definitely felt like I had the least amount of swag when I got a haircut at Supercuts. Damn. Like, I, I, I would never cut. resort to that ever again. When was your first time you experienced an actual barber? Like legit, dope, cool barber or barbershop? Your first barbershop experience? Supercuts is in barbershop? No. <laughs> Let's continue on with the question. <laughs> your first real experience. With a, like a barber that you were like, I'm comfortable with, you know. No, you I just what you could. I mean, it ain't exactly a barber situation, but Lico. <laughs> no, that's a barber situation. Yeah, He's that never is a on but time. Full on official. When, like, when, when, did, when did Lico start cutting your hair? When he was in the tenth grade, like 2007. But like a, a full minute. on experience when last year when I was in um when I was in the Philippines. <laughs> like the, like a massage, the Wait. whole. Oh, yeah. I got oh. a massage. Yeah. I got like the whole the the, the hot the hot towel, towel. Yeah. on oh, the yeah. face and on the neck and yeah. like, like the full on experience. It was like it was it was like a fifty plus dollar experience for eight dollars because in the Philippines everything's dirt cheap out there. Yeah. So that was like the full on experience. Shit, some barbers are charging fifty bucks just to cut you. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Out here in L.A., yeah, for sure. Well, I guess anywhere, but. Hat check? Oh, yeah. My shit is fucked up, bro. Oh, man. You look yeah, like I'm you're right start a, you're right like Jay-Z R&B out this bitch, baby. You know what I'm saying? Jay-Z. Get my Jay-Z A month later, on. you look like The Weeknd. Oh, exactly. <laughs> I'm about to look like Cam Newton. Y'all seen that nigga's hair? Oh, <laughs> Lord Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, We're getting through it. Well, yeah. Good thing we ain't got nowhere to be. We'll be fine. Yeah, luckily I got a fiance that loves me for me. Speaking of your fiance, number one asshole right here. Yo, 
Whoa. He just took the number one I'm, ranking. I'm glad, I'm, so I'm glad you brought that up. I'm glad so I brought it up, we, too. We, we have this, we, so, a group of I'm us. I'm glad you brought it up. <laughs> a group of us, been, we've been having, you know, Joe and I, we, we all came up together. So yeah. we all have this thing where we always say who's the number one dirtbag, depending on what has uh, happened dirt in that moment. Dirtbag and asshole are two different things. Dirtbag and asshole, yeah. We, we, but dirtbag was a popular dirt, category. Yeah, dirtbag was um, a category, and asshole was another one, and we... Um, Came up with the rules. What's to what's the difference between um, one another, or whatever? Joe has in recent years. Joe has been holding the asshole title for a while. DJ so. I don't know what I've been. Doing I recently, I recently went on Instagram and I put a, I put a, a, a video of myself and my fiance, and she was on the phone with somebody, and I was like back behind her, like. Grinding on her, and I had a bottle of wine in my hand, or but whatever. But she's like this, like for those that can't see me, she's got her one finger in her ear, and the other one's on the phone <laughs> on the other side. So, and she's like, it looks like she can't hear because this asshole's behind her, you know, being loud and music's loud. No, and he's yeah, being yeah. Mad it, was, it was her music. It was her music that she was playing. Yeah, she yeah. was playing her music. So I'm back there, and he goes, "Oh, you got the number one asshole uh, title. You you took it over." I said, "From that." So, so NCAA does a, uh, updates their ranking every week. What have I done in recent weeks or so, within the week to well, make me number that, one? And, and so that's a valid question, but you, you haven't done anything. But no one in, in our circle has done anything for them to take the title away from you. You've had the title for a minute So now. all the shit I've done in the past... I've just done so much. You've it's done so to much. And it's not, and it's not even like a billboard chart. It. Where it's, not, it's not even about amount. It's the last thing you've done that we were like, oh, Joe's number one what asshole. The last thing? And he got the title. We're not going to get into it. You know, because you don't know. You don't oh, I know. <laughs> I know. I know. Andre knows. We, he knows. We just don't, we're not going to get into it. <laughs> he just want to drag our audience through that process. <laughs> Wait, but are you calling him an asshole for documenting it? Because I, I, we're fresh off of you calling me an asshole yeah. for putting people on the stories without wanting to be on the stories. Yeah. So I'm, I'm taking it as he's an asshole. Well, double entendre there were the, were the different things happening at the same time. Yeah. But you're saying that where he's certified asshole. I uh, think it's one big asshole moment. Ah. I think, I, I think, I think, you, he I think it, you considered it to be an asshole moment because of your misinterpretation of it. That's fair because look, she when I when I watch when I pull up your story and I see you, and I see this poor little white girl doing this with her phone to her ear and the other hand covering her ear like she can't hear, and I hear loud music and you looking and acting ignorant, I'm thinking, damn, that's fucked up what he's doing to her. But that's, and that's fair, and that's my interpretation that's because you know, and that's what I see. And to my and you know to. To whatever, whoever's point, I don't know. Like, last week, Mickey, <laughs> I told him, I said, look, I don't know what was going on before and after the story, but right. your employee looked mad uncomfortable. Got you. Got you know, you. during that. And, and I've seen people uncomfortable. So that's and I've related felt uncomfortable. to. Uncomfortable. Yeah. So, got, you. got you. So that's what it looks like. So all I know is what I see. And from the looks of it. Hey, I look like an asshole. I got you. Like so, asshole. I mean, so that's, that's fair, but, yeah. but that still doesn't trump. The last oh. asshole moment that you've what had. What was the last? We, we got number of time, bro. What was the last asshole moment? Listen, in Rose's defense, though, it was posted on close friends. Yeah, I, I didn't send it, it out to a public, public post. I sent we it out to people. That might be the four of us. Mm-hmm. We yeah, exactly. You don't know who saw it, the amount of people who saw that. You know, still an asshole moment. 
Don't don't, again, don't be little. Right. So again, don't be little Ralph for trying to entertain <laughs> us. It's quarantine. I'm, I'm all for it. You're trying to egg it, it on. It didn't make me like, cringe. I sent I sent you crying face. Oh. Yeah, he started laughing about it. Funny. Yeah. He started laughing about. We all reacted. Yeah, yeah. But even still, Sam, Sam an hit an me up and she was just like, Sam hit me and she 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 accidentally put the applause. And I was like, huh, okay. Hey, Sam. I'm going to give her a high five, right? Hey, hey Joe, you got the green light. <laughs> and Joe, then she, go for it. She hits me back. She hits me back. Sam hits me back. And she goes, that was meant to be a crying face, not an applause. I was like, ah. So you're not encouraging like, it. You so you know, a crying face can be encouraging because it's entertaining her. True. True. Right. But I will say this. And we've, we've talked about this a week or two ago. We were all huddled in the back and we were talking about who we were and why we were labeled asshole and dirtbag. I will say that in past, I've been, because I'm, I'm straightforward and I say what it is, I've been interpreted as an asshole. Yeah. You know, so I think, I don't, I don't know if that's fair per se. I don't know if you could, like you dancing and, and being ignorant and being loud, what, what looks like being loud in front of your girlfriend while she's on the phone. Mm. I don't think that compares to someone saying, just being dead honest with you and say, nah, that ain't it. Or, or no, that's, that's garbage. Or no, do better. And then me be interpreted as an asshole for being honest. Well, it's kind of the same thing because it's a misinterpretation, right? You can say something and I can misinterpret well, all it. All I know is what's going on in this 15 seconds with, the, with, your, with your fiance. You and I, if we have exchanges back and forth, there's no interpretation if I'm just being clear cut and dry like yo yeah, this but, isn't and, it but where you're, if you say something right so if you give me feedback or you're saying something like that ain't it or do bad or that's garbage that's not that that I can take that as an, an asshole your intention behind it is being like no I'm trying to motivate you to do better but your your verbiage was wrong mm-hmm. or your verbiage could it was just not what I wanted to hear. There's a couple things here, fellas. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's not spend 10 minutes on backed up shit, number one. Number two, this is a not suitable for work type of pod today. So don't worry. Hopefully none of you guys are at work. Well, respectfully. And then number three. Oh, I, I think it's, I think it's, uh, I think every, every close group of friends has these conversations. Oh, 100%. Absolutely. But number three, we're not really helpful until we start really giving examples and stop being so vague. So maybe we'll work on that for a future episode Absolutely. with some proper Let's dialogue. And you know, we're not going to do that. Where we're, not, where we're not breaking straws, right? Yeah. Yeah. If, it, if, so. it, if it involved the three of us, I'd absolutely just be like, yo, this is what happened. But it doesn't involve, it involves right. of course. So some, we gotta, some we people gotta be that don't take place and we want to be respectful. Of some so. people and, um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll move on to not only getting to know you guys are getting to know our personal relationships more and more. And we'll get into that more. It sounds like at the end of the show, but uh, how is everyone's I, now I'm not in a relationship um, or quarantined with Bay. Mm. Uh, you fellas are. Yeah. Yes, we are. That's something that, uh, not yet. Oh, I see that. Anyway, we're going to talk uh, about that. Okay. So <laughs> yeah, I guess. So how are you guys doing with your significant others and uh, really getting to know them? Uh, seeing nails grow out, seeing Joseph extensions come out. I don't know. One go I, don't, first. I don't know what you guys, everybody um, has a different experience. Yeah, last week I expressed that Sam has her space, I have my space, and we're, we're pretty good with that. And sometimes she's on the phone talking to clients and, and families, so she's really focused on that and right. whatever. Um, but... Funny thing is, I, I woke up with her um, <clears throat> yesterday, and we walked the dogs, 
And the whole walk, which is like a 20-minute walk, we didn't say a word to each other. And we weren't upset with each other or anything. We just, you know, in your morning, in the morning, you get your, getting your morning thoughts and you're just like, you know, trying to wake up. So we went on the whole walk and we got back, fed the dogs and, you know, we're starting to get, like, I'm starting to get my coffee ready. She's doing the same. And then, you know, we give each other a kiss. It was like, you know, that's, that was nice. You know, we didn't, there was no silly, because it's usually play play that starts anything, right? Right. You poke fun at each other, starts out as play play. And then it gets into like play. And then depending on how far you want to go with her, it can get serious over some dumb shit. Right. That's just the formula for relationships when you get into some dumb conversations. Conversations you don't need to have. And a lot of times when you're quiet, when you're in a space with someone, like I'm perfectly comfortable meeting in a space with someone and not saying a word to them. Right. I don't know how they're feeling, but the older I get, the more I realize if I try and force a conversation, it's it's going to be dog shit. Right. And we'll talk about shit that we don't care to talk about or we're forcing a negative conversation because that's entertaining, right? You know, we talk about shit that's just, oh, man, the COVID stuff. You know what I mean? Like, it gets old and, and it's just unhealthy. Right. So we agree, you know, we just won't say to, anything to each other until 12 o'clock. Hmm. And... And I realized that, so that's been fine. Well, what time do you wake up? Um, as of late, 8 o'clock. You like guys at, usually at wake bed. up together, somebody sneaks out. Yeah, yeah, 7.30, 8 o'clock. Sometimes she'll take the dogs for a walk by herself and I'll do my own morning thing. And sometimes I feel like joining. Okay. So, so there's that. And then later on in the day, so we went on a walk today. And I know, and I, I brought this up before, a long time ago on this pod, where... When she gets home, she's tired, she's hungry, she's cranky. It's dangerous. Yeah. But it, but it's perfectly normal for anyone that works in nine to five. You come yeah, home and you just, right, right. and some people got to go straight to cooking. Yeah. And they're lazy. They want to go out and buy stuff, you know. So what I've, so even though she's home all day and she has access to whatever she wants to eat or whatever, still on that walk, you know, she wants to play play, but I just, I realized if I just keep my mouth shut and not entertain it, because she's, she's trying to get me to play. Right. You know, she's trying to get me to bite the bait. Right. But when I just keep my mouth shut, after a few of those situations, she'll realize what I'm doing and just be nice to me <laughs> or just, just be, just chill out. Right. You know, so I'm, I'm, so I know her patterns. I know how she works. I know how we work. Right. So it's up to me. Right. Do I want to engage in this and continue to, or, or, have fun and go back and forth with her? Right. Or do I shut the fuck up? Right. And, you know, let's get home to where there's food and perhaps a nap. Right. So that's where we're at in our relationship in the quarantine uh, era. In the quarantine <laughs> era. <laughs> now, Rel, be careful. Yep. Because she watches the show. Yeah, she does. Sam watches the show too, doesn't she? Uh, it's been, she hasn't listened in a bit. He could give away the whole game My fiance don't watch the show like that She only watches it when I'm watching it So right. like the shit that she, you see her post Is because I'm watching it mm. So she doesn't like willingly go I got caught in friendly fire Yeah I was like wait a minute you just, you just ha- I just happened, it just happened to be on a point Where she looked up and like what the fuck And I was just like oh yeah <laughs> so, Yeah Oh, you I'm heard that. that? Oh, yeah, you oh, heard, that. You, heard yeah. that. you didn't hear the you whole know, thing. Yeah, you know, that part. I try to, what I do is I'll, I'll, uh, I'll play whenever, you know, we talk about our significant others. I'll put the episode on and I'll put it on to the part where I'm like, I'm praising her. 
Like, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Or whatever. So I do that. Like, I'll just play that part. I'll just play that part. Like, whatever, whatever. And it's rare that I don't, I don't really ever talk shit about my girl right. outside of talking it to her. I'll right. talk shit to my girl all day and tomorrow. Like, <laughs> that's what I do. I wake up and I do that. Number one um, asshole. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead, keep going. Um, so, you know, when, I, when I'm out, I'll praise her or whatever. So I was just, you know, showing it. And then that was, I guess that was the first episode that I wouldn't so much praise because we were talking about <laughs> how... Um, the TikTok. TikTok. The TikTok thing. And then, like, you know, them being indecisive when we agreed to do it. Yeah. And she was like, wait a minute. And then I was just like, hey, yeah, look at this. Still haven't done TikTok yet. Um, anyways. <laughs> uh, we're, uh, yeah, we're good, man. Like I said, we, we're good. We're great. Um... Same thing. She's still working from home. She's able to teach her dance classes um, virtual through Zoom and all that stuff. So she's in her own space. Where Where is her space in your house? Um, she mainly takes up the living room and because where are you? I'm in the studio mm-hmm. because she can um, she can hook up her phone to the Apple Music and play the music off the sound bar and stuff like that, and it's loud enough for you know her students and whatnot to hear it. And then it's enough space. She'll just move a couple of pieces of furniture and then she has mm-hmm. like the space herself to do her thing. And then um, I'm either in the bedroom. If I'm in the bedroom, I'm reading. If I'm in the studio, obviously I'm working on music or whatever. Um, so yeah, we're we're in our own space and she'll be out there for hours. And I'll just mm-hmm. be, I'll be chilling, doing my own thing. Like go take the dogs for a walk or take them outside and play with them and whatnot. And we're good. Our communication, I, I will say that our communication has been a lot better. Because now those those little tedious things that you would normally just be like, ah, whatever, like you wouldn't allow to bother you. Obviously, when they continue to happen because y'all <laughs> under top of each other for longer periods of time, they start to you allow to allow them to affect you. So now it's not like now it's hey, can you know this is a concern of mine. Mm-hmm. And then those conversations happen and it just boom, all right, cool. I'm aware of it, you're aware of it. Now we can move forward. So the communication has definitely been Mm-hmm. Um, evolving, yeah. As I just say, so it's been great, man. It's been a great experience. I can't complain. I know a lot of people are not experiencing what we're experiencing in our relationship, right? Um, and that's sad. You know what I mean? Like, I'm great, especially for someone Bro, that's about the to get perfect relationship, huh? We all got the perfect relationship. Hey, man, I, I'm not saying my relationship is perfect, but my relationship is good. Right. Yeah. Good I for mean, you. It's healthy. Communication is key. It's perfect for you. It's perfect for me. Yeah, we can say that. That's uh, all that matters. Well, one thing we've been doing lately is riding our bikes a lot. There you go. So, you know, like, you know where I live. Um, yep. And I live a few you blocks away from some, from pull some. Up. Yeah, pull up, man. No, I, I live a few blocks away from some, I don't know, I guess you can call it a million dollar neighborhood out in Sherwood Forest. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know those properties are a million plus. Yep. Um, so we'll take our bikes down there and. It's just dope, man, just to see all these houses and the big properties. Um, um, that that big white house looked like a drug dealer situation. Mm-hmm. Have you had any of these people walk out on you while you videotaping their, their houses? All I, all I could think about, <laughs> you know, sorry to cut you off, but all I could think about is when you were doing that, um, you guys had the Neighbors app? No. You know what that is? No. Okay, so you know the uh, Ring. I have the Ring, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, the yeah, ring. yeah that, that so one, Ring yeah. has a, a partnership app application called the neighbors app similar to uh the citizen app which both of those basically are user uh commented uh for notifications on like 
burglary incidents, yeah. uh, any suspects, any stuff suspects, going on. things like that. So I couldn't help, but like when Joe is all up on the gate, <laughs> I'm like, damn, because I deleted the app. There's too much shit going on. Yo, but man. there would always be like uh, suspicious white man by my gate <laughs> at yeah. three o'clock. Like, Funny uh, thing is, I've keep an eye out. That so I I go to that house, and whenever I have family in town, and I always talk. There's a house that's built like a castle, so I'll. When I when people are in town or I just haven't seen that house in a while, yeah, I'll take them to the house. And even at night, I'll park in front of their house and we'll just look at it because it looks like a full on castle. And they got this this huge like the dragons. They have a huge dragon statue that it's pretty much the space of this center court. Not wide, not as wide, but they have it right there in their front yard. So I don't know what these people's fetish is, but it just looks like a full on castle. It's like nothing else you've seen in a neighborhood. So I always go to this house yeah. and I'm always like in the front yard, just like, and I want to show people like, yo, check this out. Of course I mean no harm, but no. yeah, I can see people saying, but I think they get that. I've seen other people walk by just like showing. Mm. Yeah. So I, I think it's one of those situations. Yeah. But when they see you repeatedly, then they'd be like, nah, he definitely scoping out the crib. Too. I mean, last time I did, it was I don't know, a year ago. So it's not like I'm there every month mm. being weird. But I've been scouting our house for but a every, year. But all the other videos are just Sam and I riding in the middle of the street and just right, right, you right. know getting a look at what these um houses look like. So been, that's been like a nice little exercise. Yeah, exit. yeah. I think we did eight miles one day. We went all the way out to Cal State Northridge. Hey, Eminem. Um, yeah, and yeah, it's it's just been dope to be out, and especially when you're inside. You have really good it. streets for that. Like you have nice straight yeah. paths. No yeah. hills or nothing like that. I mean, Not really. there's, it's so it's funny. Just, those neighborhoods are there. You would never expect the neighborhoods to look the way they do in the, in the size of the properties. They're like, I don't know if ranch style properties is the right word, but they're, they're freaking huge. They're sitting so. on like acres, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, they're just, it's just, again, Mickey knows where I live. So he knows what's around us and the very standard houses around you us. You all know where you but live. Once Joe. you go into this <laughs> share, yeah. Yeah. So, well, I so once you go there, into the so Sherwood Forest, huh? I said, no, I actually still live in that area. So I, I uh, understand where he's going. Yeah. But yeah, it's not very hilly for being all the hills. You're not a mission. <laughs> yeah. Valid point. No, it's not yeah, very yeah, hilly. No, there's no, only like no. two hills. No, no. There's that, that one big hill off yes, the Plummer. There's that's, the one on Plummer yeah. that, that shares over the school. That's really like, no, that's Granada. That's the big hill. That's North Hills. It's still North. But it's really west. Ah, never mind. Let's not get into hill conversation in the valley. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, so that's been our new thing. There you go. I like it. Well, Granada does go up the, the mountain hills, yeah. big hills. Yeah. Sorry, A one A talk. Good times. Um, yeah, I don't know. I haven't really been out. I've been a little you occupied. You haven't been uh, quarantining, chilling with anybody? Nah, man. Nah. Nah, just, man, that's for sure quarantine. Right? Like, nah, man. He answered that. He nah, like ball man. for a second. Look, Come man. man. Wait, wait. He wrote that down. He said, when they yeah, ask actually, you quarantine, chill, just say, nah, man. Uh, skip. No, that. so, um, you know, I've been, I've been uh, pretty occupied at the moment with, uh, you guys can't see in the, our shot here, but um, the store is a little slammed with stuff. Yeah. Um, and uh, we officially... Um, and I'll make sure to make a proper announcement before this airs. But yeah, we've officially closed our Orange County chapter mm -hmm. uh, of Mag Park. Mm -hmm. uh, this is part 
of, you know, just being able to take things uh, to, you know, as they're slow to really take a step back and look at everything going on. Not everything is, you know, um, butterflies and roses during this time. And so um, Joe and I had a couple of brief conversations just in regards to my strategy with having 19 uh, plus employees. And, you know, at the moment, we just got to be conscious of decisions, not only for the company, but for also every individual that works for us, you know, giving them the best opportunity to be financially stable during a tough time. And so for us, it just made sense for, um, and it's not, I I don't want to go into the, give me some sympathy because of this pandemonium, uh, almost flopped like Mayweather on there, that (laughs) pandemic. Uh, He tried to say epidemic, but it was like, never mind. You got to watch the video. Um, but, uh, I'm not going to disguise it as something that, that was a result of this situation. Mm-hmm. Um, it was something I've been thinking about for a long time. Yeah. And so now with everything kind of like stuck, if you will, as far as like moving forward, it just made the most sense to focus all energy into the things that were working for us. So, so that's where I've been spending my time, uh, I, I would love to say that I, I've been spending it at home, but um, that was the first week. This last week has been literally a ton of trips and, and a lot of help from the family yeah. to, to get us out of there. It's a process. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, happy, man. I'm, uh, this, is, this is, to me, that's, the, my business is, uh, at the end of the day, it's my relationship at the moment. Yeah. Nothing else. Mm-hmm. Right. So we're not quarantining and chilling with nobody. Look, man. We gonna we gonna put the pressure on him, on Joe. Have you okay? So <laughs> go on, go on. We're listening. Me okay. So look, me and Joe had a conversation today, and I referred to somebody as uh, my girl. Okay, but like, like how else do you like my friend? You know that kind of downplays it. What if like, well, not that she's checking my messages, but like you don't want to like. Well, so well, I, I, because you said my girl, I'm like, well, he didn't say home girl. Ah, damn, home girl would have been good use of words. Then I would have been like, oh, okay, you, you know, just, just a negative. Just it, a, it is what it is, you know. But when you say my girl, that doesn't raise flags, but it definitely raises questions. Sure. And it's like, oh, so she wifey? No. And I'm just like, well, <laughs> if she, so she went from my girl see, to wifey. See, do you see? Okay, <laughs> thank you, Rel. Yeah, see. So I'm thinking, well, if she's your girl, then that means there's, to the, what my definition of it is, there's no one else involved. So she's just wifey. That's is this, is this a, an exclusive situation? Oh, man, are we doing this on here? We are doing this, man. We ain't got nothing but time, bro. <laughs> you time. said it earlier. Um, Yeah. I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm, it's a, sure. Okay. This is, this is going to be, this is going to be, give us flowers. That man is flowered. He admitted it. Whoever that special someone is, listen, Michael Getta, a.k.a. Mickey Ward, just admit it that it's exclusive. That's a big deal. Yeah, the funny thing is I said, nah, keep her ass upstairs. She can't come down here for this. (laughs) (laughs) While we're quarantining. I was was being respectful. (laughs) Even Joe tried to throw me at like, because she was down to like hang around and like sit somewhere. Oh, and you say no? Yeah. No, we're trying to quarantine. We shouldn't even be doing this. True. Make a point. 
Look, anyway, look. Any other situation? Out of respect. Hold on, out of respect. You make no, no, no. Don't paint him as an asshole because I gave him the opportunity to, to, out of respect. I know the situation. We're taking this serious just because we're not wearing masks or we're not like you know, yeah, whatever, right? And you haven't had anyone working here, right? No, no, we have. But like I've told you guys, what the process and the procedures, and I mean, this shit definitely got it. Didn't get in here with three people. Like this (laughs) took my family well no no, i'm not talking about family i I understand that but i'm saying like you you have one or two employees still helping out around here four okay outside of myself okay that are managers and still uh we're doing inventory and doing all the things that we couldn't really do because we always be helping our customers or whatever else and um so they're still in here but we practice you know obviously every time walk in washing our hands we're sanitizing if we eat we're keeping distance you know anybody who doesn't feel well matter of fact stay your ass one of my employees wasn't feeling well and it it wasn't even the symptoms of uh, the COVID-19 virus but it was other symptoms that just were she didn't feel healthy yeah and we both spoke about it and just like look just take your time don't come in because we need to keep everything sanitary and healthy in here yeah and so uh so there's there's people that's been in here and that's why, um, and I'm here regardless, working every almost every day um, to to anything I need to get done. And so, you know, we were going to be here recording. I told Shorty, you know, I'll be here uh, during the day. I don't have anything to do until 6. If you want to pull up, she made me some banana nut bread. It was mm. delicious. You guys should have a slice. Uh, it's upstairs. And, uh, you know. Bacon. She bakes. She cooks. Sounds like a keeper to me. Sounds like a keeper. Sounds like wifey to me. So, uh, just relax. Everybody relax, okay? <laughs> I don't know. Well, hopefully. In a week, we're going to ask Mickey how, how's his uh, quarantine and, uh, and dating relationship going. No, we're keep, still... We'll keep, see, that's the that. thing that was like, we're also being very cautious in quarantine. Like, I haven't seen her in uh, two weeks. Yeah. And it's just kind of those things. But we're, we're respecting, you know, the things to be done. It's just that certain point it's like all right i got some free time i haven't had any free time still working so figure i don't know make the best of uh, the empty slot of the day yeah so yeah that's it don't no um, need to talk more about that i didn't Thanks. put this in the notes but i want to say it before i forget um okay. there are some opportunities uh, for grants and loans yes. for entertainers um, shout out to Matsu. He put it in our DJ City chat. Are you in the chat? Uh, I think so. I don't know. Okay. Uh, well, no, the WhatsApp chat. Oh, no. I, yeah, I'm not on WhatsApp. You have WhatsApp? I have WhatsApp, but okay. I haven't been using I'll it. I'll throw them in there. But um, so, yeah, shout out to Matsu. I don't know. I actually don't know where you would find this, but it is from William Morris. So maybe check their website. I just downloaded it and um, the PDF. But there are a ton of. Um, opportunities to get grants and loans and they even got it for stage crew like there are just i don't know how many different situations but songwriters entertainers um so anybody involved in the industry go to william morris and look this up and um, there might be some money for you um if they some of the uh some of the situations say we're out of money now but check back so keep tabs on that because people continue to donate and they'll tell you, look, regardless of how much you make, we only we if you do qualify, we we only got five hundred dollars for you, mm. which is still five hundred dollars, you yeah. know. 
better than nothing. So, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I spent the whole morning going through that and applying and doing all that. Um, and then, of course, you guys should know about unemployment. And yep. you can date it back to as far as January 28th, I believe. Um, but yeah, go get your unemployment checks as well. Um, we as independent contractors do qualify for that now. So yeah, William Morris, look it up. Yeah, are you gonna uh, SBA disaster? Uh, you go onto their website. Uh, small business associations working with everything. Um, yeah. I have a cousin who's certified actually to give out that loan. Yep. Um, he's worked through the process, and it's something that we're looking into heavily. Just because uh, there's also the pay uh, payroll grant uh, situation going on for businesses that'll cover two and a half months of payroll. Nice. Uh, and if you prove or have documentation that you continue to use it for payroll or rent, I believe there's a small adjustment on the rent part, um, but they'll, they'll, um, they won't charge you for that if you prove that you used it for that. Yeah. Uh, it's, but it's a loan, and I believe it's like something like 4% interest over 10 years. So it's like nothing. Nothing. Right on. So definitely do your research as a DJ or independent contractor or business owner. Uh, there's a ton of programs. It is first come first serve, so some of this might be a little late, but you know, definitely to try. do your research and see whatever you can get out of this situation. Yeah, we got number time in our hands right now. And uh, big with, facts. With all that time, have you guys been watching any IG lives? No. Yes. Who stands out to you? Well. Are we talking DJs? Talking battles? Let's talk DJs right now. All right, DJs right now. We should talk G- something DJ related, huh? Um, <laughs> I'm gonna say the one that well, uh, doubling down on the, some of the ones that I mentioned last time. Um, besides D Nice, um, NGV's numbers continue to rise. Did she get higher than 1,200? Last, uh, last time I checked, she was 1,200 and counting. Um, yeah, I haven't checked on that, but you know she's doing something something great there. I, I have been seeing more and more companies getting involved with DJs and, and doing events. I think last night, Jamie uh, from the Road Podcast did one for Parking. I saw them and Best Friend. Yeah, and they did like each venue. Um, shout out to Zach Bia uh, from Hwood Group. He did one with his friend Pedro, um, and that was a full production. I sent that to you. Yeah. Yesterday, um, where they had a, a green screen in front of the booth behind them, and they were they were sending graphics uh, through through the live, and um, the the lineup of people in that chat was pretty insane. Yeah. Um, along with you know they they changed the background to like Delilah, like one of their mm. venues and different things like that and they well, just look crazy well the people in the chat were that stood out to me because i gave it a, a like a 20 second look it was like drake and kylie right that's it that's that's all you need to know that's all you need to know. that's all you need right to know. and anybody that's associated with them <laughs> yeah. like friends with with zach yeah. and then i think zach even like world premiered a song uh 2c mm. slide or something like that or uh, but he he played a song and you know drake's in there while they're playing it. It's kind of funny. Um, any other lives that sit out, um, DJ Well, I, I want to go back to Angie. I, I was thinking about how she continues to do extremely well at this and probably one of the better ones in regards to um, continuing to grow the audience. Yeah. 
And I'm thinking, damn, when this is all said and done, I wonder what's going to happen with her because someone's got to scoop her up. I don't think she's with anybody, right? She's not with Scam. I feel like if if it's anyone, it's Scam. But yeah, so I would think Scam would scoop her up or or an agency would scoop her up because I think um, she's getting a lot of recognition for what she's doing. Um, and I'm just, I'm curious to see how that works out for, obviously we're all rooting for her, right. but I'd like to see how that goes. And this goes to our point, uh, we had last week on who's going to come out on top, yeah. who's going to come out benef- benefiting from this the most. And I think, um, she's put herself in a really good position as long as she continues to do what she's doing. But in regards to, um, uh, I saw Byte. You told me to check out Bytes. I missed it. Yeah. And then on the drive up, I saw Byte music, B-Y-T-E music, um, Red Bull Three Style Champ, of course, DJ City guy, um, full on production as well. Yeah, he, he was giving you routines. He was giving you uh, just different backgrounds and different camera angles. Um, Mojax had uh, different camera angles, very clean. And yeah, shout out to the DJs that continue to evolve this. Last week, everyone was just playing off their studio speakers and calling it a day. But it got, um, I think it's gotten better and DJs are doing the research to figure out what they need to do to make this sound um, uh, as best as possible. Yeah. Um, scene has scene. had a dope, his scenes mixes have been dope. Scenes mixes a lot of scratching, um, you know, it's not <clears throat> fucking like t- too deep hip hop to where you just don't know the songs. Um, so it's familiar, uh, at least the old school songs are familiar. Yeah. And every track he's giving you something, he's giving you some, even if it's just like a couple scribbles or a couple chirps, it just, it really helps the flow of when you're watching it. Um, and um, I know there's more. I can't think of it. Yeah. I mean, I just, I mean, me personally, I, I've been heavy on scenes. Um, yeah. Uh, IG Live. His, like you said, just music wise, his, his attitude, his personality in general is just dope. It's uh, radiating just to watch that and just be like, yeah. all right, cool. You know, he's been doing it. I'm, he's been doing it every day, but yep. there's been days he's been doing it twice a day. Uh, one night I caught him, and it had to be like after nine o'clock or something like that. He he had the he had the rooms in it, and he had the excuse me the lights in his room like dimmed, yeah. and some light some candles lit, <laughs> and he was playing um, house music, house music. Yeah. and it was just like some cool, just like minimal like type just dope shit, and I was just like man like. You see, this is where, you know what I mean? I appreciated that. And I was like, man, Scene's been doing this. So I, I checked out Scene's this morning and he shot us out. He was like, what's up, Rel? Shout out to Mickey D's podcast, all those guys over there, DJ yeah. City. So he shot at us out. Um, I know so, that, I know if you don't, if you're not able to catch Scene live, he does post all his, um, on his podcast. On his podcast. Yeah. So if you haven't seen anything, if you haven't seen any of them, he uh, posted up and he just recently put one of his mixes on Double Downs. Um, yeah, he did. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Which was dope. Yeah, and, and 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 you can find his mixes in his bio. Yeah. So, and they're always worth checking out. He always gives it to you. Um, I'm getting so, a ton of content on IG Live. Yeah, man. Um, it's funny. I will say this. I notice a lot of DJs are going at the same time. And I think some guys, I'm not saying they got to communicate with each other, but if I see, I don't know, we all have different, follow different people. But if I see six people going at 12 o'clock on my feed, I would think, there's six people going on everyone's, you know, down everyone's feet or, yeah. or around there. So I would think, all right, let me bump my to one or two because around one or around two or three, I don't see 
really see anybody going live. And I don't know, maybe that's just the peak hour for them and that what works best. But I don't know. Everyone's feed is different, I suppose. But that's just something that crossed my mind. Yeah. It's like going into a club with different rooms. Like it's just, yeah. you know, yeah. somebody might be catching it. Well, it's like, it's like going out on industry night and there's five clubs open. And typically there's one or two clubs yeah. open on the industry night yeah. and everyone supports that. But um, just don't have to pay for parking. No, yeah, I agree because I was I was thinking about the same conflict when some of these some of these DJs were going live when these battles were going on, the producer songwriter battles were going on, yeah. and I'm like, man, like I want to be supportive and watch the DJ that I want to watch, but you don't ever see shit like this happening. Yeah. So I was like, I gotta yeah. tune into this and watch this shit, man. And no offense to them, and I think you're right. Just just being aware of the time and. I mean, people are going on and what's going on at that yeah, time. Yeah, the good thing is people are posting flyers now. So it's like, okay. But at the same time, you're going to post your flyer. And, and I saw a scene, for whatever reason, I don't know why, but I saw he crossed out his 12 p.m. time slot, moved it to one. Yeah, but I uh, But at least too. he, again, I don't know the reason, but it's, you know, you can still make the adjustment. Exactly. Before it happens. Yeah. I mean, you got to, it's one of those things where it's like, it's hard to gauge, but just keep an eye out, see what the best opportunities are. I mean, there's definitely been people who have even moved it to a different day just because it makes yeah. the most sense. Or, you know, guys are ordering equipment. And, like, yeah. you know, they're buying their ways to to give the best uh, quality or best production of different, you know, uh, hardware or tools and things like that. And, and shout out to Audio One. I listened to his um, Day 16 podcast on my jog today. Real dope, eclectic uh, mix. Like, nice. a lot of different... Different shit, not just club shit. Like, he's been putting really out a cool. mix every day since this quarantine Man, thing that started. He's got huh? so much music. He, he's good for it, a year. <laughs> every <laughs> day. How long? I mean, how long are his mixes have been? Oh, actually, I didn't see what uh, how long that mix was. He's really good. Quite maybe I, I don't know. If you want to throw yeah. Can you think about that? Think about it. If it was, let's say, just average in an hour. Think about an hour. Sixty. You know how many songs you could play in an hour, regardless of what the genre is. Every day. Yeah. Seven days a week. Yeah, that's Man, that's insane. I mean, he got a lot of music. He does have a lot of music. He's got a, and he's one of those dudes that loves OG, music, man. so he will continue to dig. Like, the edits I was hearing, you know, I, I go, I search different sites, and the edits I was hearing, I don't think I've heard those edits anywhere else. Hmm. So he's probably on SoundCloud and Bandcamp just getting the cool, you know, the really cool shit. That's not cool stuff. Damn. But, yeah, a lot of content. Tons of content. Speaking of all that, the IG Live Battles that you mentioned. Yeah. Yep. I mean, crazy. Had some uh, monstrous matchups. Yeah. Uh, and we're fresh off of uh, kind of the most recent one. Should we go recent and backwards or start sure. where? Well, I've, I've only seen the Storch one. Okay. Or Scott Storch. You were tuned in for that one. Typically, for it's that. just me, Rel, and, and Andre yeah. lighting up our chat room. <laughs> yeah, they got to go at a time that's suitable for me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> So <laughs> this guy, if they ain't doing well, it for me, and I'm the asshole. <laughs> that doesn't make me an asshole. That's I mean, just preference. It's a comment, Rel. Can I have fun on my podcast? You can. Okay. You can absolutely. <laughs> that doesn't mean that I can't call you an asshole. True. It's true. Fair. It's true. <laughs> uh, okay. So most recent, we all saw this one. Uh, Manny Fresh's Scott Storch. Fresh Scott Storch. I'm glad we've had a day to to kind of like marinate on this because. There's initial reaction, I think, and then there's maybe after the facts have come out or yeah. some information. I'm sorry, not facts. Yeah. I don't want to say that I'm biased towards one way or the other, um, even though Scott Store still owes, owes my store money. So 
Um, <laughs> on that note, uh, how do we feel about the battle? Uh, who won? And Joseph, uh, expound. Since this was your only battle that you've seen. Um, I um, yeah. Scott won, but I think they these battlers need to be clear on what they're battling, what the uh, topic is. For example, we this the T Pain versus Old John battle will be out by the time this airs, so we don't know how that's gonna. Is that tonight? Out. No, that's no, Saturday. Tonight night. is um, French Montana versus Tory Lanez. So, but it's clear they're gonna go twenty songs of hits. Yep, hits okay. only. Yep. So, and I bring that up because Manny was playing a lot of quote unquote street um, cash money songs. And I wouldn't say those were hits, but in the streets they were hits. Yeah, in his hood, in his neighborhood, in they his were probably hits. And when you were growing up, like those tracks were considered "quote unquote" ghetto or hood or whatever. So, so and you can tell it's written all over Manny's face. He's just like, man, this is the shit. Fuck what you're playing. Fuck that R and B shit. Like this is the shit. And Scott's, nah, like, all right, like yeah, that's cool, <laughs> but it ain't. How much? How many records did that sell? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he didn't say that, but it's written all over. Yeah, it's written on both their faces. Like I think there was a miscommunication there, but yeah, Scott. When it pound for pound, hit for hit, Scott just had a wider range. Whether you want to call it R and B or hip hop, look, Scott was putting out. It felt like through his run was like a hit a week, right? There was there were a lot a hit a month called hit a month. That was it. okay. Yeah. And you got to just think about all the tracks that weren't. Hits. Like the dude was working his ass off. Not saying Manny wasn't, because I think right. they all were just locked in a studio. Right. But that just speaks to these guys' legend and their hard work. Let's say he puts out 10 tracks and you got one hit for every 10 tracks. You put out one uh you put out one hit a month. Like that's a lot of work. You right. know what I mean? Like these guys are putting in a lot of work. So even the ones they didn't play were still incredible songs that just didn't make their top 20 for that battle. Right. I just can't get over how much work was put in to their um, catalog coming up. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I think it's just, again, yeah, there's, it's been cool to see the progress of the battles because it started very like rogue and kind of these not having rules or, or structure to uh, it, structure to it really made it difficult, you know, to determine what this is based off of. And then, and then, yeah, I mean, the clarity between, and again, you know, the original quote unquote battle was Scott Storch against T-Pain. And then they made this whole fuss about T-Pain backing out, but they said it would be weird to have a writer go against right. a producer. producer. Yeah. yeah. Get, get the, get the details straight. Right. And then also, you know, on that, on that end of it too, there's, um, you know, what, again, it's 2020 and people still don't understand the, the, the definition of a producer, it feels like sometimes. <laughs> but, you know, at the same time, this all really feels like a who's got a bigger catalog, right? Yeah. yeah. What's on my resume? And whether I played five keys on the record or I made the entire thing from front to back and wrote it and whatever, you know, everybody's got a different skill set. And I think that's where, yeah, sure, if you're going song for song, Scott's uh, a, a winner by five to six records. But if you go based on what's your actual contribution or is that your actual record, Manny 
made all those records. When I, whenever there's a comparison between artists or producers, I, I always think, the first thing that comes to my mind is, did you shift the culture? And Manny shifted the culture. Scott added to it, but he never changed the sound. Yeah. Manny changed the sound in birth. What's popular now? The, the twerk sound that's popular now. Actually, there was an evolution of twerk sound because Diplo did his thing with Express Yourself and that, and he credited Manny for that. And now we're at um, the City Girls and what they're doing. It's an evolution of what Express Yourself was and that's an evolution of Manny Fresh's work. So Manny continues to birth the, this style or give life to what's keeping girls dancing in the club. Scott has a lot of hits, but did he change anything with this sound? Like, did he, did the industry shift and say, we need to make that? Well, it depends on what you consider his contributions. Because if, I mean, his, his keys and his, his, his um, accolades and what he did for Dre's production, I think, did change. And, and it birthed this West Coast sound at times that evolved into a pop sound you're saying scott right scott yeah, yeah, yes yeah. and manny i get what you're saying where he took the the bounce of new, new orleans, orleans yeah. into you know what it became later on um you know but you could argue I'm, I'm sorry to bring this out of left field but i'd argue that mustard's influence in some of these like city girls i think is more dominant it, like his influence is more dominant there than than the the bounce sound, if you will. So, um, just like in the style of of the records, um, it feels like it follows that model that Mustard built, but maybe I'm not equipped to go into that. Well, battle. I, I will say this: that when Dre put out the Chronic, it changed music, right? Sure. And then there were. A few, uh, there were a few more th- things that, just in hip hop in the last what what is it forty years now, 50, 50 years, there there's there's always a, a thing a sound or someone that change that shifts it. To your point about Scott and the West Coast stuff, I will say that he helped bring the West Coast sound back because when you got Chronic two thousand one, you also got um, some popular Snoop stuff, and you got and Corrupt had a, a little bit of a comeback. I don't know if that was a nationwide thing, but Exhibits, that first album with Dre, was a huge deal. And that was a part of the whole Dre is back, 2000, Chronic 2001. But when, and when, and I don't just mean City Girls when I say what Manny Fresh has done because Drake's, what's Drake's hit with the Lauryn Hill sample? Um, nice for what? Nice for what? And even in my nice feelings, Murder on the Beats, yeah. In my feelings, okay, yeah. And, when I hear those songs, I think Manny Fresh. And then when I hear those songs, I think of everything that came after those songs. And I think that the City Girl stuff is, and it all kind of happened at the same time because Twerk came out around the same time as In My Feelings, I think. But they You're were onto something. Twerk the by song? the City Girls. Sorry, it's Twerk by the City Girls. Yeah, right? That's the name I of the song. I got you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that all happened around the same song? time. You about the song, not the genre. The song, the song, Twerk by City yeah, Girls. Yeah, because Cardi that was their something. breakout. Yeah, yeah, Cardi yeah. helped make that a big thing, and then and then they then they had their hit after that. Gotcha. So that to me is all 
They're all children of Manny Fresh. I apologize. I misunderstood what you were saying earlier. By yeah, the way. Yeah, I, I, a reason I was going to agree with Mike because I assumed you were talking about the, act up. Yeah, act up. I was something at that. So, but oh, twerk okay. does mean twerk does have that. Yes, that Manny Fresh sound. Yeah, 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 that bounce. Whatever. Yeah. I yeah, agree. act up. I hear you mustard. I, I yeah, I understand that. Yeah, and I didn't. I also didn't mention the whole the Drake songs, but. But yeah, murder beats kill that. But it's definitely, especially at the end when it gets oh, yeah. all choppy, Fully that's influenced. definitely a page out of what Manny Fresh was doing. So Absolutely. yeah, that's why I think Manny Fresh is a culture shifter. And to me, you know, I don't know. I'm gonna say he's a bigger deal than Scarsh, but Scott. But that's just what I think when I think comparing producers or anybody. Yeah, change the culture. Yeah, I think ultimately it's uh, and, it, and again, like I think ultimately there's there's everybody kind of is winning in these situations. Yeah, because. Yeah. You're dealing with so many young millennials that don't even understand the music that they're listening to exactly. that impacted our lives, whether it be through high school, middle school, or whatever generation. That just like those were those records for us, yeah. and and same for the records that we were playing at clubs or, more importantly, house parties yeah. at our prime, where we had to collect the vinyl for. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like those were our joints, and uh, to have them kind of. You know, bring this out. Yeah, everybody's a winner. I would say it's more even than as what I felt like lopsided when it was actually happening. Because yeah. as you found out, like, you know, like, Scott's not, he didn't do The Watcher, like, all by himself. He didn't do Mary J. Blige's, uh, I forgot the song already. Family Affair. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, it, it, he he threw Cry Me a River, like, in there. And, like. But we all know Timbo did that. But Timbo <laughs> obviously had the biggest influence on that record. Yeah. But he was a part of that production. But he did the keys or something. Yeah. You know, like, it's just one of those things where it's just like, all right, if you start to bring out the technicalities, like, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I mean, any- yeah, you can, you can rip it apart like that. You know what I mean? But if we're talking about the, the, the whatever the details, the rules of the, of the battle was, by far, Scott got him. And I mean, that's yeah. just my opinion. We're talking about hits, regardless of what their involvement yeah, we're was. we're talking catalog. Because look. we can go, you know, we, for example, we can go back to when um, the Hit Boy and Boy Wonder one uh, happened. Boy Wonder played, um, Jay-Z and Rick Ross, fuck with me, you know I got it. I said, what? Timbaland did that beat. But Wonder Boy had an involvement in that beat. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, we, we can sit here and nitpick at like, oh, you didn't really do anything. You just played some chords on it, and then that was it. So who do you think won? The Scott Storch and uh, Manny from Scott Storch, because it was hits. Every track was a hit. Literally, every track he played was a hit. You know what I mean, and not to take away from what Manny Fresh has done for the for the uh, for the industry and for the game, but it that's what it was. Now, if this was a, a beat battle, and you can say what beat was better, I obviously Manny got him. In my opinion, you know, I think Manny got him. But see, at that point, can Manny Fresh play? What happened to that boy because of his contribution to the record versus because it's part of his catalog? No, I know the Neptunes did it. But we, yeah, I hear what but you're saying. You know what I'm saying? But he didn't have, yeah, I get that. But he didn't have no physical involvement with that act, that specific track. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to Scott Sturge, actually, even if it was just as minimum as his, you know, playing chords for four bars, he still went in and contributed those those chords yeah. to that beat. No, I, I think as that's opposed fair. to I hear what you're saying. I'm just like, bringing up the conversation. He, right? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. He uh, he adapted a sound, and that sound was brought into right. everybody. That, if that's the case, you know what I mean. Like pioneers like Manny Fresh, Timbaland, you know, all these guys have created. Pharrell created and I, these. And sounds. I think that's the cool thing about this evolution of these battles is like every time it's getting a little more tighter. Like yeah. 
in regards to the rules, right? Because we started with nothing. Now we're, we're, we got to an hour. Then we got to 20 songs, hook and chorus only. Yeah. Uh, respect the space between the camera and your lips. Exactly. Like, different things like that. <laughs> Battles and didn't we'll, take four hours anymore. <laughs> yeah. and, um, and only stuff that's out. Yeah. Uh, which could be a blessing and a curse, I think. Yeah. Did you stick around for Scott's at the end where he played his new record with? Osuna? I did not. I, I heard, I didn't stick around, but I heard it on Twitter. Someone yeah, posted yeah, it on yeah. Twitter. Yeah, he has a new record with Osuna and uh, somebody else. I was like, mm-hmm. did you have to get that cleared? But I, I do agree with you. I do agree with you when <laughs> you said um, many, as, because there were many Fresh's actual songs, yeah. that they hold a lot more weight yeah. to them, regardless of how they did on the charts. Yeah. Because if we go back to the Neo and... Um, Sean, I mean, uh, John Tay Austin. John Tay Austin. Um, battle, which to me was by far my favorite one. Yeah, thus far. And l- let's get into that. But before we do, I got to give props to Manny for being on a DJ controller <laughs> and like actually allowing it, uh, allowing uh, outros and echo outs and uh, stopping records. And he got a little extra on the skits a couple times. Yeah. Because it's I just like, the skits are kind of disrespectful, to be honest. I mean, he treated me like wanted, a battle. I mean, that's how I felt, yeah. about, especially about one of them. Yeah. And I was just like, damn, dog. Like, he's... Yo, that one... With, yeah. The strippers? Yo. Yeah, 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 yeah. That one was... Bro, was that like, was damn. the one where I was like, damn, dog. Like, this man's fought through all of that, and you got to bring that up? Like, <laughs> anyway. Um, but I got to give him credit for... Give Manny credit for that, uh, for bringing in the DJ aspect of it, because he's a, he's an OG DJ. I mean, Boy Wonder did the same thing. Um, kind of. No, he used he, the controller. Did he? He had his control. That's that. where he had the drops from and everything. So then, where I but what I give um, Scott the most credit for is he played the keys. That was dope. Yeah. And then man, and the man played the record on like oh my god, they gave me goose when he played uh, break. Eric, was it break? You, no, was a, uh, no, what's the uh, Roots record? Where Eric you Badu? got me. You got me. You got one with Eric Badu on it. Yeah, that's bro. Cool. When he oh, that was a moment. Yeah. Or excuse me, it's Jill Scott. Uh, Eric was. Erica was the original on it, and then there were some, right? You know, okay, just got yeah. That that shit was crazy. When he played that, that ended the battle for me. No, I was like, that Scott, was early. I, I I know. I that's got, the point. That's what bro, I'm saying. I got chills, goosebumps, like when the the snare drop. That was, was a moment. Like, I said when he dropped that, I said, "Oh God, it's over." I said, "I'm sorry, Manny, it's, it's over. Over. It's over." But uh, but getting back to I arguably the best battle of all of them, uh, Neo versus Jonte Austin. Jonte Austin, yeah. So what I was saying is Jonte. So Andre and I were having this conversation, and I was saying I was saying the reason why Jonte I felt like may have had the edge a little bit is because of how long he's been in the industry. When you're pulling out Aaliyah, yeah, early Chris Brown, yep. you know, um, uh, we was. We was Oh my blanket. But you know, those records, I'm like, it's hard to it's hard to go against that, not taking away from Neil. But Neil, on the other hand, Neil played his tracks that did just as good, if not better, than a lot of tracks that yeah. Jonte was playing. Right. So I was saying that Neil didn't need to depend on someone else's some another artist, whether they're stardom, their talent, whatever to make a record big. You know what I'm saying? As right. opposed to Neo was like, fuck it, I'm going to do it myself. Right. And I can make this record just as big as a Beyonce record, as a Rihanna record, et cetera, et cetera. Right. You know what I mean? 
So I was like, that's what kind of kept, for me, that's what kind of kept Neo in that, in that battle yeah. and made it extremely close. Yeah. But um, Johnson, he just had, he had, he had the Malia cuts. He had them early Chris Brown, them early Rihanna tracks, them early, them Destiny Childs tracks. I was like, Jesus Shit. Christ, man. And I was like, yeah. and it's unfair when you got someone who's been doing it for 20 plus years to compare it to someone who's probably been doing it for 10 years. And I'm not saying that's their actual numbers. I'm just using that as an example. Yeah. Right. I felt like Neo had the upper hand uh, in regards to just record for record. And I, I guess this all comes down to also how, and I was trying to pull up the the side-by-side list of, of the battle, but... Did um, they put the one out for theirs? Um, I've only seen the one for Scott. As and, far um, as like the written down... Yeah. Version. Yeah, I think Swiss... So Swiss Beats and Timbaland are behind all this, by the way. Um, they've been kind of connecting dots here, and it's been going really well. Um, but he only put out, like, a side-by-side, his opinion, win, draw, loss. Um, I think he only did that for the Manny one. But um, I don't know. I think I think it was such an equal battle. And, again, again, it just comes down to who's scoring this, who cares. But, again... Everybody wins. I don't think everybody really knew who Jonte was, mm-hmm. like, on uh, a surface level. Yeah, like, The yeah, way you I know agree. Neo. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Because yeah. uh, Neo's an actual artist. Our actual artist, right? Yeah. And, and uh, as he said himself, when in doubt, go with yourself. Exactly. So that was dope. Um, I think where Neo lost the battle for me was when he said, uh, this. I think it was his third to last record, but when he told... Um, Jonte that he had a game plan and then but if we're gonna go sex record against sex record oh that's when he dropped mirror yeah and although hit a great song for anyone who knows Neo from like the beginning yeah yeah and um but I think that's where Jonte got him yeah absolutely I mean because people didn't really know that record like that Mm -hmm. yeah and I'm surprised but not surprised that Neo didn't go into his up-tempo bag and the things he's done mm-hmm. for for an era of music, mm-hmm. closers, uh, uh, he could have played less go with Calvin Harris, and it would have been a rap, bro. No, exactly. <laughs> and he 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 and he he stayed out of that bag, I think, to keep things even playing field with what they were doing. But it was a true gentleman's game. Yeah, like watching them just compliment each other. Sing each other songs. It was it was it was a really dope experience, yeah. uh, which was kind of night and day from go back uh, a battle before that. Your boy, what the hell, boy? No, no, oh, the Sean, Sean, oh, Sean Garrett in the dream. <laughs> dream. Oh my god! And we won't spend too much time because by now you, you, I'm sure you know. Hopefully, you know if you haven't, uh, Sean Garrett, who who's a great writer, we'll give him that, and he's got to be gr- a great writer. Yeah, he is. To um, deal with that man's kind of bullshit that man was wilding and um you know he he said he wasn't on anything he wasn't drunk or whatever but boy uh you made a good case that that was not the case and it was it was it was a rough watch uh i I think my favorite moment was for sure when the dream was waiting for him to to say his speech and he went to go play golf (laughs) oh my god I mean, what kind of flex is it that you have a golf range in your backyard? Like, Ten feet away from his studio. Yo, you won the battle before it began, bro. Man. Someone, and I remember someone saying, if you wasn't if you wasn't in this, if you wasn't in here when 
the dream was playing golf. You can't say what the score is. Right. right? I was like, hey, touche. That was the beginning. Man, that was hilarious. Um, I I, I got the dream winning that. Won't spend too much time on on, um, that battle. Sean did a great job at the end. He really, like, recovered, if you will. But Yeah, he had a strong second half. Strong. Very strong strong second second half. But I think at the end of the day, man, like, and that's the other thing with these battles is, like, you, I mean, yeah, you could play these amazing records. Um, what was it? He wrote, was it wasn't Freak, was it Freak Elite? Was it, uh, which was yeah. It? So, I mean, you put it up Freak Elite, but you're putting it up against, uh, I don't know, whatever record the Dream would play, right? And it'll be this, I mean, the man played All of the Lights, Second, the second, second song. Oh, like I was like, oh, good luck. And and shout out to we're all avid listeners of the of the JPB, the, the Joe Budden podcast. And one of the greatest things that Joe said was, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I, I can't wait to see how uh, Sean Garrett reacts to one plus one." And it was the first song. <laughs> it was like at that point you're just like, yo. Dream is not fucking around. He came out. That's his swinging. first record. That's you know all of the lights is the second, second record. He came out swinging, bro, and I was like, and and he's being a gentleman. Did he play fancy? It. Huh? Did he play fancy? Um, he did. He did. That's right. He did play fancy. And That's probably my favorite. Dream track. We wanted him to play February Love, but he didn't play. Because your birthday's in February. Because <laughs> your birthday's in February. My birthday's in March. Oh yeah, that's right. When uh, when uh, Sean Garrett's connection accidentally fell off after all of the lights, <laughs> uh, my favorite comment because the chat room is probably one of the best things as well. While, oh yeah, while this is happening. absolutely. Wale goes, "Hey, play fast car real quick. I'm trying to see stuff." <laughs> <laughs> and then oh, he man. went on to comment like, "Fast cars," <laughs> like, I, like I was singing it in my head. But uh, that, that was an entertaining. Uh, battle just for it was. the sake of uh, creating rules and regulations after that. I think that was a battle that kind of set what kind of rules and regulations they need to put because yes. that shit went on forever. Forever. Yeah. And my man had, uh, I've never heard the N-bomb drop so much in my life. <laughs> there was no reason to yell. We're all right there. We heard you. <laughs> but it was entertaining to say the least. And then before that, Hit Boy and Boy Wonder. Yeah. I actually saw some of that. That was a dope ass one too. That was a great battle. That was a dope one. Wanda, I think edges out. Man, oh, hey man. Again, man, it comes it, down it, to hits. Yeah, and, I and mean, just, I get it, man. When you got Drake in your back pocket, record. it's hard, bro. Like, I like Hit Boy's catalog better than than you like Wonder. I like Hit Boy's oh, catalog yeah, yeah, better I than Wonder's, but I I'm, I'm not gonna sit here and deny that Wonder doesn't have hits and chart toppers. Yeah, I'm. I don't follow statistics like that, but. To me, like, you made in Paris. You made niggas in Paris, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Jump on in for us. Uh, You made in Paris that, like, I remember being at the Wash the Throne concert and listening to that song being played and performed. At at the one I was at in Vegas, it was 17 times. Yeah. And it was better every, every time. time. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was such, it's such an epic record. Mm. And he saved it for a lot, or one of the last tracks that he played. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. He saved yeah. it for one of his last records, but I mean, and and, and more recently, uh, Sicko Mode, and it's just like they're huge records, and I think that's also where it gets tricky, right? Like, I mean, if you play in Paris and you're playing God's Plan, like, like yeah. against each other, yeah, it's hard to to quote unquote have a clear winner. Yeah, it's just I think I think Hit Boy. I agree. I think I I I liked Hit Boy's. Um, I like Hit Boys overall more than Boy Wonder. I think that Hit Boy has more diversity. That's yes. his our catalog. Preference. Huh? That's our preference. I mean, yeah, it is. It is my. It is um my preference. You know that I I enjoy um and like and like Joe was saying, you can't deny that Wonder had he had hits. He yeah. had Drake. Yeah, Drake. He had Drake. And I, and I even commented. I go every time Boy Wonder's back felt like he was against the wall. He dropped a Drake track. Yeah. You know what I mean? He dropped the Drake track, and I was just like. But you gotta admit, Hit Boy had tracks with Jay and Beyonce, yeah. Rihanna, Kanye, yeah. he, Drake. He had tracks with Drake. Yeah, Drake right you know right. what I mean? Like you can go Travis Scott. He played Carousel. I was like, oh shit, sicko mode. Oh shit, like yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, 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 you you talking about hits and you gotta talk and you talk about the diversity of hits. Right. I think I think Hit Boy had it, but people were like, you know, because if there was twenty tracks played. 12 of Boy Wonder's tracks were Drake tracks, yeah, which right. were all hits. Yeah. But Hit Boy played Trophies. That was probably one of Drake's top songs. That was a dope moment. <laughs> he played Trophies. Like, all right, you're going to play Drake? I'm going to play Drake. Boom. Gotcha. I was like, oh, man. But I enjoyed the battles, man. The battles are great. This is something that we've never experienced before. Right. Regardless if it's virtual, in person, I think it's great for the culture. Yeah. It's great for us as music advocates, just people who enjoy music in general. Um, I'm really enjoying them. I hope they continue. Uh, I hope they get into them a little bit, think a little bit more about who they want to put up against each other yes. before they just randomly like, oh, yeah, I want to battle this person. Eh, that don't fit. Yeah. yeah, it seems like they're getting better at it. They are getting I And you get it. Like, it's a process, and it's starting to get every time, every battle – Seems a little bit better. Yeah. I think we just missed or were missing the the French Montana and Tory Lanez one. But I can imagine how ignorant that one is. Mm-hmm. So we'll 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 watch it on the we'll I'll watch the highlights. Hip hop is winning right now. Uh, music is winning right now. Absolutely. Uh as as listeners. And I think uh the more remarkable stat of all of these things is this last Manny Fresh and Scott Storch. Um, from all these different battles, this one got up to about 160. No, 200. 200. Or it got to 200. It 200, 200 yep. And then, then it And then it out. got cut, right? Okay, yeah. so yeah. So it got to 200. Funny thing 000. is, if it's copyright issues, like, those are their songs. At this point, I think you know, <laughs> Mark's like, Mark Zuckerberg's like, yo, yeah. let this one slide. Yeah. I think it's at the point where they just have a thing, like, IG Live, if you're on there for an hour, they cut you out and you just have to go back on. Yeah, the yeah, hour yeah. thing oh, is, yeah, is, a, is yeah. a real thing. But, oh, okay. Um, hopefully, they're they're overlooking the copyright situation. One last thought on the IG Live thing. Yeah. Um, title's kind of winning right now. They, title? Title, yeah. The the DSP. Uh, it is uh, putting out the playlist of all the battles. Oh, the I did see that. Wow. The battle. And and they, they got the dope artwork, and, and they were even able, we didn't bring this up, but um, to get Dream to uh, uh, upload the demo version of Holy Grail. Did he do it? Yeah. Wow. Because Kodak has been posting the, um, what you call this, right? Huh? Who's, because they're, they're just randomly posting them. 
Elliot, I, th- so I'm following Elliot Wilson, Rap Radar. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Double yeah, yeah. XL, right? I think is who he was. Mm-hmm. So he he's uh, I, he repos, retweets, reposts everything that has to do anything to do with the culture, it seems like. So, um, but he's been posting that the playlists, are, they go up. And um, I recently had uh, re-upped on my title subscription for the J Electronica better sound quality. Yeah. And... Um, Still sounds like shit. Oh no! It sounds, wow, it sounds fire. I mean, oh, well, I get what you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just louder. Asshole. <laughs> Joe just wants to give me that title. Oh no, man! You guys are going play for play, bar for bar, bar for bar. Y'all trying to make the all star asshole list? <laughs> anyway. I'm pulling up for them logo today, huh? You're hitting today. <laughs> yeah. That's a rare occasion, right there. Joe, you were saying? Uh, so, yeah, so... Party next door. Party, uh, we, oh, yeah, we, party next last, door. Last pod, last episode, we talked about The weekend's album and, you know, comparing it to Party Next Door, we are going to wait for Party's album to drop. It did. So where does a party? Wait, where does Party's album stand? Before we do that, we got to give Mickey his flowers. Thank you. Because Mickey called it. And I was said, because Mickey said, what do you... Oh, yeah. He said, what if The weekend has got a whole nother project in his in in his back pocket, waiting in the tuck in the tuck, waiting for party to drop his his uh, project, and as soon as he brought, he's gonna do it. And I was just like, nah. And you know, we were all like, nah. I don't think that's well, gonna for, happen. To, to be fair, when when you said project, I'm thinking a whole other full album, no, no, like yeah. 15 songs. True, album. true, true, true. I, but he would he give us like five bonus tracks or something? Like that? I think it was like, it was like six seven or seven. Or yeah, eight. okay, yeah, yeah, something I mean, like that. That's, but that's an yeah. album these days. That's yeah, still a lot. Much. So it's still a lot. And yeah. and to be fair, one's an SNL recording. Yeah, three are remix, and then yeah. there's like an extra. Yeah, yeah, they're three. remixes of the original yeah. tracks that but he has on the album. To your point, he but to put your it point, he put it out after album. Party put it out, and literally like hours after Party put his his album out. Yeah, so. Mickey was right on that. Yeah, okay. I was like, get that man in flowers and everything. But yes, Party Next Door's album. What'd you think? Um, I'm I'm like, I'm not the biggest party fan, but it was a cool listen. Like okay. it's something that you can, if I smoke weed, I imagine I do that to it or just chilling. Well, let's find out. Vibing. It's a good time to find out. You ain't got nothing but so, time man, on your hands. If, I, if I'm going to smoke, Sam got to be around too. Oh yeah, we yeah, pulling yeah, yeah. up. Listen, yo, the fact that you're not considering that I'm inviting it, we're, we're this. I'm just saying, if it were to go down, what you want? Oh. Listen, you can't have more than ten people in, in in the home, right? Ten people. If you said I'm gonna smoke Saturday this weekend, I'm pulling ten up. Ten people pulling up. And we're recording I don't want a pod. ten people in my home. <laughs> hey, right now. Listen here, it's a ten people pulling up. Are you guys yeah. bringing your own snacks? <laughs> yes, you go right we, my would. We, we would. We would. I would gladly bring snacks for you to see that. We got a wide open basketball court. We'll pizza? come here. I'll, I'll take away the no smoking rule for the day if we. Hey, we get to smoke you, out, you Joe. Um, yeah. So just you, you, yo, bro, just don't smoke without me figuring, without me being there. I'd be able to make that exception. I, Nikki, what you think about? We need to set, set up an event, bright. If Joe ever smokes, like it's going to be a thing. Come on, you gonna make a contract and make him sign it. Yeah. <laughs> no cameras allowed. No, 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 no. Yeah. No, no, we ain't gonna do that. Yeah, Dude, like it never happened. We just need to witness that for ourselves. Yeah. Anyways, Mickey, what'd you think of that? I hope I'm a shit talker. <laughs> uh I think I think it's a it's a solid album. I don't I don't think it's um you know, he's not he's not uh shooting a defended three point shot. He's just doing the the layup and, and just kind of knowing what's in his 
kind of pocket and yeah. what, what his people want to listen to, um, similar to maybe the Weekends approach on his album. Um, but I think uh, as far as like quality or content, maybe not quality is the word, but content wise, um, I think it, for the sake of the the, the comparisons. Um, I would probably be listening to Party's album more than The Weeknd's uh, over and over to kind of catch everything that's going on. Yeah. Along with um, that that lovely outro record. Um, so, yeah. yeah, I think it was good. I think it was a solid album. I know yeah. you're a Party uh, uh I'm a Party fan. Person. Yeah, so. Uh, I'm a Party fan. I enjoyed the album. The album was safe. He went the safe route. Yep. It sounded like Party. I enjoyed Party, so I enjoyed the album. I didn't think he was reaching for anything. I didn't, yep. you know, just kind of piggybacking off what Mike said. I don't, you know what I mean? It wasn't like he tried to make a left turn and see, oh, let me throw this curveball at them and see if they if they fuck with it or not. So yeah. it was just, it was cool. I enjoyed it. It was dope. I agree with you. I would probably listen to this a little bit more, just a little bit more now than the Weekends album. But with them extra tracks on the Weekends <laughs> album, I got to say, man, I, I'm, I'm listening to them extra tracks, man. You know what, though? When I listen to, when I listen to the party, I'm just like, and and you guys and even Joe Budden have hit the weekend with it all sounds the same. I think Party Next Door album more all sounds the same than the weekends. If I break in the weekends album down, it's more diverse. There's R and B shit. There's the eighty stuff, and there's there. It's to me, it's just a more because di- you're the producers are different. There's like three or four main producers on it. To me, they all had different styles, but they fit what works for the weekend. Yeah. Not every song had that '80s bass sound or that '80s um, bass line. You know what I mean? Like there was like the first two or three, or whatever three or four may have that, but then he, but then the, it switches into some more chill, mellow R&B. Then he gets into Heartless, and then I forgot where it goes after that. But when I listen to the Parties album, it's just to me, it's the same thing for whatever many tracks. I disagree with you. I mean, I get what you're saying. I would disagree. Um, I agree with you saying that there's a little there's diversity in the Weekends album. But if you really listen to the Party's album, he has ballads. He has uh, Afrobeat reggae sounding tracks. He has your normal trap sounding low lo fi you know R and B ish type track. So there's diversity there yeah. in his album. Um, so I mean I get what you're saying and uh, respect you know your opinion and whatnot but I, I personally would just disagree I think there's diversity in both of them it may not because you enjoy the weekend sound would you say would you feel like your opinion is biased because you enjoy the weekend sound no I, I just feel like and this is probably to your guys's point on being safe I've been hearing a lot of the same party stuff for years mm-hmm. so it doesn't like the weekend will continue to use different beats and different styles. Um, and granted, it's the same voice. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I've been hearing the weekend's voice since whatever, 2009 or 10, whatever it was. And after the first three, four albums, like, all right, I'm not burned out by, but it just doesn't impress me as much. So I'm a little like, I'm not wowed by the weekend's voice anymore, but because he continues to, in my mind, to switch it up and tries different things all within what he's capable of doing. Um, I, I think that's why I feel the way I do about the week and stuff. But when I hear, like, I haven't heard really too much. Maybe it's just a party. Maybe it's just party's voice that just, I don't know. There, I don't, there's not much changing in there. It's very, everything, everything about it is Afrobeat to me. 
even when he's on the R&B stuff, mm-hmm. I still hear like Afro being his texture. I don't know. That's just him being from Canada. Yeah, and that's and that's fine. So maybe that's maybe that's so not fair. But still, I just True. think as a whole, there's more um, diversity to what the weekend's doing and what he's been doing. Joe, what's your preferred lighting during sex? His preferred what? Preferred lighting. I like it. Dim- lighting. Like, di- like I like, a I like dimmer to see action. A little something. I like some to see candles, black lights, up light. I don't know. No, candles is. I mean, I work. Well, I got my room, but. You know, candles are great. Uh, I like to see the shadows. I think when you're dealing with a woman that has curves, the 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 candle the light or the low lights, yes. you know, <laughs> accents the curves, gives it a different look. Like I don't like it to be completely completely dark. I want to see what's going on. I want to, like I've been having sex with Sam for years, and I still, like I still, I love the way she, how she looks. So I still want to see all that when I'm having sex with her. So. But I don't need it bright like in this room. Right. I'd, I'd rather not be. But. Some shadows. Yeah, yeah shadow I like work. the shadow work. All right. I, just, I feel like if you listen to the albums in different lighting, it'll change. Where, like, where did you listen to the albums? I was in my studio. Um, oh, there's some nice the, lighting in there. Yeah. It's yeah, dark in the studio, yeah. But but it, it wasn't, but all the lights were on, though, so it's not like it was like a dim mm. setting. But no, I get it. I get it. And again, it comes down to preference. You know, some people... Not to get into this, but, you know, you grew up loving Jay-Z and you think he's one of the best rappers. I grew up not a fan of Jay-Z. All those albums I didn't care for. And even when he put out Big Pimpin', <laughs> I was said, like... Whoa. He said all he, of the whoa. Even when he put out Big Pimpin', I was like, yo, this like, you know... I mean, Big, like, Big was Pimpin' was this... Quote, unquote, his, like, shit. sellout... Jiggy fire. shit. Jiggy, yeah, he called yeah, it Jiggy. The Jiggy shit. And, I mean, and, come on, man. But, but Big Pimpin had like Pimp C on it. At that time, and again, I'm, I grew up in L.A., so I was really into the West Coast sound. But purists like me listened to that Jiggy shit and were like, eh, come on, man. Like, you know what I mean? So we, I, we, we, you know, that wasn't my style. Yeah, I mean, you know I, can, I, mean? I can respect that. I can, re- I can respect your opinion. I can't respect you saying all of them albums because all of them, all, all of them. My head was in a different space. I, I, hey, man, listen. You're, you're, your head I'm not was saying the they head. sucked. I just... I didn't care for them, and but I was a big fan of Nas's first album. You know, so so you didn't like Reasonable Doubt. I didn't care for it, but you liked Illmatic. I loved Illmatic. Loved Illmatic, and I think, and I loved the, all the Gangstar albums. Like it wasn't just a West Coast head. No, I, I know you're a huge, you're a huge yeah. hip hop. You you huge of like Primo and all those guys, yeah. whatever. All those cats from you know. New York, Boston, that whole East Coast area. So yeah, like, I get I, it. I loved a lot of the East Coast stuff, but I was Common. definitely a West Coast head. And uh, yeah, I know you were a huge just, Ice Cube I fan. Yeah. yeah, huge Ice Cube fan. But I just I wasn't even the biggest Tupac fan. I in fact I didn't care for Tupac because it was played so much throughout my high school and junior high. Like it was overdone to where I didn't need to buy the All Eyes on Me album because everyone was playing it. You're the type of person to just go for the underdog, the quote-unquote underdog, huh? You like to go against the grain. Yeah. Yeah. That's Joe in the nutshell. Yeah, that's me. (laughs) This is what it is. But I'm also like, like, I get it. Tupac's hot. Especially when he died, everyone was listening to his stuff more. I was like, come on, man. Like, change that shit. I don't want to hear it. Like, I get it. You're a fan. I get it. So is it more, is it more, I really didn't enjoy that specific artist's music or is because everybody else likes their shit. I, well, I don't want to. So Jay, the whole Jay-Z thing, I didn't, 
I just didn't have an interest in it. It wasn't that everyone was playing it. Yeah. That really wasn't the thing in my high school. There, were, there was like a shift in cats that were dressing like Ben Davis and Dickies. Mm. The following semester were wearing FUBU. It's like, what happened? You know? Mm. So there was definitely a shift in my high school with the whole Jiggy era. Um, but Fatty girl happened. Fatty girl <laughs> happened. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, like, I enjoy Tupac. I just didn't need to hear it as much as I did. DMX was also a big thing because he was so big. And the, the, the irony of it all is he, they were comparing him to Tupac at the time. And I didn't listen to him because of that comparison. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. I don't want to hear this shit because you guys are making these outrageous claims. Now, in high, again, I'm in high school, so I act like I know it all, but I don't know shit. So I'm going to be you know, emotional about things and just yeah, yeah, yeah. write them off as what I think they are. Yeah. But, you know, I can look back and say, yeah, all Jay-Z shit was dope. Well, and your OGs play uh, a role in, like, what you... Like, yeah, Joe exactly. had a huge influence in my musical taste for a minute, and then, you know, I, I started listening to Nelly, and I got, you know, sunned off, but, you know. Damn. But he put me on to, to, the, to, to the Cube and to the, uh, more importantly, things like Immortal Technique I didn't, like, know of until he did, and... Uh, he told me about it and shit like that. So it's like, mm-hmm. I think that also kind of plays roles like where you're at and who they're listening who to. You're surrounded well, by. Yeah, my, I had three older brothers and they all listen to different things. Like one brother listened to Mambo Kings, Violent Femmes and all the golden era hip hop. Then another brother listened to Metallica and um, all, all those 80s, like Oingo Boingo. And, and again, Violent Fem- some of them crossed over with each yeah. other's taste. And then the other brother listened to um, Stone Temple Pilots and, uh, and uh, fucking Bush and all that alternative stuff that was coming up with Nirvana. So I got, you know, a wide, and you know, obviously the parents listen to oldies. So I got a wide range of stuff to listen to coming up. So I already knew what I liked going into high school. I remember when Ja Rule became a thing and I was telling people, like I used to play music for our basketball games when I wasn't playing, like if I was injured or something, like because I broke my arm. And people were like, yo, play that new Jaw World. I'm like, bro, you don't get the fuck out of here with that <laughs> yo, shit. Yo, they hated your playlist, huh? Yep. Well, I mean, I didn't hear anything about it. I'm playing Make It Rain or Let It Rain by uh, fucking West Side Connection. I'm playing <laughs> shit, shit like that. What's the scenario, you know, scenario by tribe? But, and it's like, yo, you, 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 you're acting tough with all this um, other music that's like hardcore. And then now you're requesting Ashanti and Jaw World. Get the fuck out of here, bro. <laughs> they can't, not they can't, this at they a can't like both. Game. No, we're not playing love songs at a basketball game. I'm trying to get people turned up here. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Come on, man. He sound like he sound like Manny Fresh. We're not playing here. We're yeah, not here man. to play R&B we're shit, man. We ain't playing R&B here. Shit. Oh, man. Y'all were, wait, but you were playing Ja Rule in high school? I wasn't. College. <laughs> Where? When he was DJing, yeah, maybe. No, I was playing 50. Remember, I had you download all the original 50 mixtapes? 50 dropped my senior year. You were gone. No, I... 50's Get Richard Die Trying dropped your dropped senior, that year. senior year. Oh, I was, yeah. I was listening to the mixtapes mix came out like early 2000s. I was a like big 50 fan because of those mixtapes, and you were the one that had downloaded them for me. Yeah, and I, was, then, and I then, was the bootleg king um, in high school. Yeah. But yeah, I was I was never into Jaw Rule until I became a DJ, and I was like, all right, like right, I'm kind of open. I got no choice. <laughs> yeah, like now I look back on it, it's like, you know, like it's, it's fine. It's just that moment in time I just didn't care for. It's not what I, it's not what was on my palate. Noted, noted. I still remember uh, getting past a CD that just had 5-0 on it. 
was like math class at Poly Tech High School in Sun Valley, where we both graduated from, and just throwing that CD into that yellow Walkman or whatever the fuck yeah. they're called, and that fucking album changed life. Sure. See, I, I wasn't even the biggest fan of that album because I was so big on his other shit, on his previous Makes stuff. Sense. Grimier. And and didn't one or two of those songs from that album, wasn't it on mixtapes previously? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's usually how I started Many it. Men, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Many Men. And that was probably the toughest record. That was that the last song you'd play yep. before you got to go to a layup line. But the 50 bars track? Oh, uh. Bro, I wish I had a clean version for that. Damn. I would have been playing. I don't know. I was still I was a big I was a big Lloyd Banks fan. So I mean just junior yeah. period. Lloyd Banks was running that you karma me. back and forth, huh? You couldn't you couldn't tell me anything. <laughs> no, nah, I'm talking about mixtape shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about mixtape shit. I mean, don't get me wrong, I was listening to that shit too, man. Listen, hey. I was I was pulling bitches, so you know, I was like, you had you gotta listen to the R and B shit. Oh my god. Anyways. Yeah. So um, all right, we all got our well, at least I have a different take on party next door from you guys but yeah. it's fine we're here we're did you here. enjoy the weekend we're not here to uh, agree with each other tracks though? i only heard actually i just remembered driving up so when i was waiting sitting in the car while you got here yeah i was making the notes for the show while listening to it yeah um yeah yeah i thought they were i thought they were cool and t- t- you know the the guy that um was working at the fuss spot or wherever you had noodles is like girls love the weekend they oh yeah like, yeah, this dude can't miss. Mm-mm. Like, you may not be interested in some of the shit he puts out, and that's fair, especially when you hold him to a, a high level. Yeah. But the dude is golden, everything he does. And didn't he just, not that numbers matter, but didn't he just break a record for most streams on an album, like, in its first week? Probably. Something, Something like, like that. that. Highly sure. anticipated. That's going to happen. Yeah, highly <laughs> anticipated. But, yeah, no, he's. Yeah, I really enjoyed the remix of um, Blinding Lights and, um, after hours, I thought. Yeah, I thought those remixes were dope. Yeah, dope. I haven't gone there. Scott, so. I haven't gone to those yet. Nah, he's he's winning. Yeah, I'll give him winning. that. He 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 moved up a little bit in my in my on this project for me because of those uh, extra songs. Yeah, and because he waited to party party to put his shit out and they released it. He's petty next door. Yo, man, petty next. <laughs> what the, what, what did you? What did you screenshot send to us that? Um, what? what you call it was like. Oh, all right, oh, oh no, y'all, like, gotta y'all gotta fight at this point. Y'all gotta fight at this point. Oh man, that was great. Yeah, that's that great. great. Well, um, shit, you got another long pod out of us. Yeah, didn't even feel that but, long. But, but before oh. we get out of here, yeah. Make sure you check out our globalization mixes. Yes, yeah. sir. Catch them live on uh-huh. Tuesdays, 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Tomorrow yep. night. Tomorrow night, yes. Um, shout out to Presto. Yeah, Presto won, man. I don't need to say any more about him. Yeah. You should know. Presto Incredible won. cuts. Yes. DJ um, Rel, of course. DJ Rel. Nice follow-up uh, on the same mix. And, uh, yeah, so tomorrow we got E-Rock and myself. Actually, we have me and Thugly. Oh, Okay. Well, there you go. Mickey and Thugly. Jumping ahead of the curve right now. Oh, there's the teaser for you, for our listeners. <laughs> for our real listeners. For our real listeners. I'll hear the hour no, 40 mark or whatever. I, I have E-Rock on my mind because I just text him today like, yo, you know, send me, make sure you send this, this, and this. Right, bye. But yeah, Thugly. That's right. Thugly. Um, incredible. Uh, incredibly talented trap producers. Um, yeah. Incredibly talented DJs. Oh, that track list looks fire. Yeah, no, man, our mixes that we've been getting from these guests are they're smooth, man. Yeah. They're yeah, they're fucking dope. They're um, definitely it. different, but they fit what 
globalization wants. Yeah, and and it kind of fits our it fits our Mickey D's brand too. Yeah. For sure. Party station. Yep. So. Yep. Uh, so yeah. Be on the lookout for those. And if you don't catch those live, go to our mix club, Mickey D's show. Uh, shout out to Rel. Keeps it updated. The day after the mix airs, uh, Rel posted on the Mix Cloud. Yep. Yep. So screenshot that. Give us love. Tell your friends. I think that's it. Stay safe. Yes, sir. Stay clean. Yep. Wash your hands. Yep. Go get that free money. All right. So we're going to jump back into Bonus footage. Bonus footage. We're going to jump back into episode 40 because Mickey really wanted to talk about this because I put in the notes and he's very It's in the notes and I don't want, as a friend and as someone who I care about their opinion so much. You got to hear. Don't want to go. Because I'm not going to talk about it unless it's on the pod. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so and, he's going to have to wait another week. And here's the thing. He called me sassy or the sassy one. And I didn't disagree, number yeah, one. But let's, you wanted more about there. you. But I, I needed some dialogue because <laughs> I don't like if, you know, like when, when, when you when a girl tells you, oh, we need to talk or whatever. And, and you respect their opinion. You're like, all right, let's just get this out of the way. Yeah. Yeah. Call me. Like, yeah. let's get this out of the way. Let's talk. But me, me and Joe typically... Uh, speak more on the pod than we do outside sometimes. That's true. And so um, when he mentioned this this comment, I was like, okay, fair. Yeah, We'll talk about it on the pod. <laughs> so here we are. I need to know more. So Mickey got, not got into it. Mickey started an exchange with the DJ and I knew exactly where it's going because I know my man like nobody else. And, I, and I'm thinking, <laughs> man, I am glad I am not on the opposite side of this because I've been through this more times than warranted and I know exactly what's going to happen. He's just going to get uh, a bunch of sassiness from Mickey. So Mickey, to me, is a very sassy individual because he, when there is an exchange, whether it's for play play or it gets serious, he's going to say some smart shit to you. Now, it's up to you where you want to take this smart shit. You can get serious with it or you can just continue to exchange with him and just have a little ping pong match with him and see where it goes. Again, I knew it wasn't going to get serious, but Mickey wasn't going to stop being sassy on this exchange. And then I told him later on, you're number one in the sassy category. Yeah. So that's that's pretty much that's all not, I had to that, say That's about pretty that. vague. So let me well, give, let me go, give he, Rel he, some He, he some can't dialogue. go into detail. That's why. Well, no, I can't give you a little bit without saying much, right? So the, the, the reason, okay, I initiated the play play. Yeah. Right, it was my fault for for the conversation. I was asking for it. Just just say what happened, but and we can get into our thoughts on that city later on in a different pod okay. when everything's back to normal. Yeah, I mean, there's just enough going on in that city, but le- there's just someone from a different coast <clears throat> that um, put up a clip of their IG live, and they uh, were playing songs, and they didn't blend. So I made a comment <laughs> that if there was any blending, well, let me let me ask you: was this was this DJ attempting to blend and was it executed no, no, properly, no, no, no. or that's, just that's, wasn't that's, doing any blending? That's the style. Gotcha. Of, of play. Gotcha. If you will, and there's nothing wrong with it. Let's just we've yeah everything works differently. And as a matter of fact, I think I he might have been the person that tweeted uh, that slamming records on IG Live doesn't hit the same. I think it was his tweet. Okay, and then. I retweeted that and said, it's a good time to be a West Coast DJ. And that was probably my most 
Because Act- West Coast DJs blend. Blend songs. Yeah. And I think that was the most, like, activity I've ever gotten on a tweet ever, yeah. like, as far as retweets and likes oh, wow. and things like that. It yeah. got some real traction. And so then, you know, I'm always doubled down because people, number one, this person used our commentary on our pod, or I'm sorry, uh, 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 on his shared pod. On his DJ City mix. On his podcast mix. He used our our reference and, and someone else's reference. And so he's used our, our voices before. And so he's someone who I can kind of, I'll poke further into well, that conversation. The end of the day, he started it. <laughs> I thought Mickey said he started it. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. he started by putting I, us on his mix. Right. Oh, he initiated. He initiated oh. the the. I need to listen to this. The because uh, I'll be honest, and I say this respectfully, like I didn't know who he was until I heard the mix. Yeah. And I had no idea that he had uh, affiliation to the to the team. Yeah. So and I and I again don't mean that in a, in a disrespectful way. I just wasn't aware. Yeah. And then. Uh, I saw him in the chat room and we're all having a, you know, there's exchanges going on. Everything's pretty much friendly. There's company chat room. And then I, I you know, I, I saw he put up a clip of the IG live. It just happened to be a moment where, you know, it went from one song to another. Things weren't blended. And he said something on the mic. And I was like, oh, this, it looks, the whole point was to show how the IG live looked. And so I chose that moment to quote that video clip. And I said, was there any blending in the rest of the live? Yeah. <laughs> that's where, and then I and put asking. I, I put asking for a friend, <laughs> yeah. which that could have also been the reason why things went further. Of course, then at that point, I'm asking for some sort of interaction, mm-hmm. yeah. um, and you got that interaction. Well, I got the LOLs and the laughs from a couple other people on the chat, uh, which was cool. And I'm just trying to keep things uplifting, if you will, like light-hearted, light-hearted is the word, better <laughs> word. Yeah, and um, so we got that, and then of course that's when. He uh, came at me, and his response was, and, and we won't dive deep into this because it's going to be part of our conversation later, but his rebuttal to um, my ability to blend being better or whatever uh, was a subliminal of like, oh, I would know if Mickey was good at blending if he was booked in New York, but he he isn't. I just said New York. You did. It's okay. <laughs> I, I was going to let you go. It's, it's fine. I mean, it was kind of obvious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. So anyway, he's like, I would know, I would know if Mickey's a good DJ, basically, if if and and if he's good at blending or whatever, if he was booked in New York, but he isn't. Does this DJ get booked in LA? Yeah, uh, no, 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 no uh, not that I know. Of. No. Rebuttal right there. But he kind of also threw in there that, and this is where <laughs> things get a little tricky. Maybe it's just Ask a teaser me. to our future. <laughs> <What? laughs> Go ahead, so this is probably just going to end up being a teaser into another episode. Yeah. But then the rebuttal there was, um, or my rebuttal to that was, I'm not interested in playing four hours. And then he corrected me, six hours and a couple others. No, you said four hours for X amount. For X amount of money. And I said, no, nah, it's more. I said, no, nah, they're better than us because they spend for six hours. Right. Oh, because they're, they're the length of their sets. Yeah, the yeah. length. Of That's why they're better DJs than us. Yeah. And then... Um, but I just got, I, you know, I got into the whole, like, I, I'm not interested in traveling across the country for X amount of money to play four hours. And that's where everybody was like, oh, it's six hours. And it's, yeah. It's Everyone X. chimed in on a joke. Everybody chimed in yeah. on the joke. And then there's, you know, the guy that like, oh, I still do that just to click with the homies. And then um, his response was, yeah, same. I don't want to play. Uh, I'm not interested in playing in L.A. for 250 bucks. Which at that point, and I can elaborate my point here, and I think you understood it. But it was like, my response was, sorry, I play, we play different caliber of spots. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, and asshole. asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> shit, maybe we should what give it to Mickey. <laughs> oh, that's not really a trombone moment. But that's to my point of being sassy. You, Mickey, Mickey will put himself in that situation to go to play a little ping pong with you, and and if you Damn. now, Mark, <laughs> he was handling it well. Who? He wasn't. He wasn't the DJ. The DJ like he right. wasn't. He didn't sound upset. Oh, so after was, that. Right. He, he, whatever his exchange was with you, he was just trying to be equally sassy because he knew yeah, this yeah. is a company no, check. He didn't throw a low blow, but so he just, checked. Just but, so people know, like, but, it was play. But he gut checked me. If we want to, let's get into boxing terms. He threw a little gut check uh, to see if I'm willing to fight back when he said the New York that company. I'm not getting booked in New York. Yeah. And then my jab back, if you will, is just like, well, I'm not, I'm not interested in your rates. And then when he tried to say that our rates in LA are the same, no. well, they're not. They're not. They're not. Because yeah. where I'm playing yeah. and where you're getting offered are two different things. And, and I know Avenue in New York is paying different than Avenue in LA. Yes. And that, that's what I said. I said, yo, at, DJs get paid pretty good at and Avenue and in LA, considering like they can be stingy if they wanted to. Yeah. They pay pretty good considering. Well, and call me sassy if you want. But I have a monthly residency there. Yeah. Pre or had. <laughs> had. No one, nobody got residencies now. Has tense. Had. Um, but I had a monthly residency there and I'm playing two hours and probably getting paid. I, I won't, let's just not throw numbers. But definitely wanna, getting paid more. But if you want to get multipli- <laughs> multiplication involved, there's a, there's a two to two and a half times more, right, situation. So half the work, double the pay. Yeah. And so that's where work smarter, not harder. Yes. We're a firm believer, this entire pod crew. Yeah. So so that's where, yes, uh, my sass came out, if you will, to say, look, like what you're getting offered over here is different than than uh what I do. And w- yeah, maybe I don't have any offers out there because I'm not interested in entertaining anything. Like I'll do the 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 legwork to see what that looks like and if it makes sense for me. But at the moment, there isn't anything or opportunities that align with what my goals or strategies are. And that's where and you, I, I thought this is what I thought you meant for the sake of us being on the same page. I thought when I brought up, and this was my response, was I'm not interested in going across the country. Like I, I'm not in a position where I have to go across the country for that kind of money for the look. Like, I'm not interested in that. And, and because I do other things outside of DJ. And then that's where it turned into, like, a quote-unquote dick measuring contest. And I was just like, nah, like, that's not my goal about what I was trying to say. It's yeah. just. Well, it, it seems like, it seems like the mentality. And I, and I wanted to comment based on observational reasons, not, not to, because I, I didn't care to go back and forth with it. I know how these convos go. Yeah, especially with New Yorkers, and and uh, I think they're with, passionate people. I think with a lot of these, from my experience with New York DJs, is like you're you're you ain't shit unless you you've spun there or you spin there, and and that's the that's what he was alluding to, and because he said, how come you don't DJ here? Like like as if this is the grand finale to being you know it's the something. holy mecca. Yeah, the holy mecca. So and my thing is. 
And I'm thinking, and then he said, well, how come, you know, why don't you spin here? A lot of guys spin in AC and then they come here. They double dip. They double dip. And, like and that's fine. Else. But, and I spin in AC. I was, yeah. you know, when we had clubs, gigs, I was doing dare. <laughs> Past tense. And, and I was doing Boston. So I can, I, if I really, really wanted to, I could have reached out to someone in New York and said, hey, give me a spot. I don't care. Just, I want to yeah. spin New York. But, and I'm thinking about this while you guys are going back and forth. I'm like, you know, I just don't care to spin in New York. See, now we're getting to that topic. No, I, no, it's, I don't, I just don't care to spin in New York. Like uh, for I him to say you. that to me or not to you and say, you ain't shit unless you spin here, which is not what he said word for word, but that's what it sounded like. Or it could be taken. There, and, and what I wanted to respond with before um, we got, we got told to calm it down. Um, <laughs> that's a real thing, by the way. Yeah. Daily. Um, what I want to say is, look, man, a lot of West Coast DJs don't care to spin in New York, believe it or not. Like, we're, we're happy with what we get in, in L.A. We're happy with what we get in Vegas and San Diego and the surrounding cities. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm happy with just going out to Boston, getting that bag, and coming right back. I don't need to do anything else. Like, I'm good yeah. unless, there's, unless there's, like, a dare involved or a shrine um, or something of that caliber. But... I, and I also want to say, without naming names, one of the bigger names in our DJ community right now, he'll go to if he goes in New York, he'll do one Oak or one of those spots. I don't remember exactly remember which one, but one of those spots, and he'll get a couple hundred, three hundred. But he's not; he's only doing it because he's in New York and he ain't got shit else to do. Right, and he's gonna get in that venue because of his connections and his name that he created for himself. Yeah. You know, it's, so it's not really fair to say, how come you don't DJ here? We're like, well, shit, maybe if I knew somebody that if I really wanted to. Yeah. But you know, there's more to it than just saying you ain't DJing here. Yeah. And this is all obviously hypothetical because of the situation we're in and how things will play in the future. But based on historically how things operate and how businesses op is ran in New York um, and it, it if you go to the, the neighboring popular cities, like things are drastically different. Yeah. You know, when you mention AC, Boston, even Providence, like different places, like the, the rates change dramatically. Yeah. And the, I think we all look, again, everybody has different goals, right? Like a lot of DJs that, um, you know, do this day in and day out, like, you know, um, Randy said it the best, you know, if your financial circumstances put you where you need to take every gig or whatever, it's going to look different than the guy who's trying to grow the, his brand and, and make sure that he's doing the right spots. This goes back to all that shit. Like, and, and that's why sometimes it's hard to have a conversation or a rebuttal or like a friendly exchange when, you know, my priorities. And, and I say, and I, again, like if this, this comes, comes off sassy, it's fact, it's just a fact. Like I have 19 other human beings that I have to worry about back home. Yeah. That's my priority. That's just my different thing. You know what I mean? A lot of people don't even know that, that I'm the owner of, of a business and I can't lose sight of those things yeah. because then who am I to those people and my responsibilities? Yeah. Like I have, I'm in debt to that. Right. And so yeah, on the DJ side, if I have to take lumps on the ego or whatever or or sass back, like, fuck it. Like, I don't care. Like, that means nothing to me because that's not, you know, 
feeding me the way that something else might. So I think um, it was a fun conversation. I, I'm, and I'm good with the, I'm, I'm glad it's just that because it felt like a lot worse because you said some other shit. But maybe there's more. But No, no, no. I'm just saying that you, you, you are number one in the sassy category and you, you love getting sassy with people. And, and so, oh, yeah. Yeah. And, but, I but know, I, sassy is a great word, but you know. Uh, but it's it's accurate. It's, it's, it's I'd say yeah, it's better. It's spicy, sassy. Spicy, I think it's all, all spicy. Is like the newer way of saying yeah. it. But no, it's it's all the same. It's not, it's not being an asshole. No, nah, there wasn't. It, well, yeah, there was some asshole in that because he just. <laughs> we gonna get into that too. But. When you were talking about well, uh, uh, I don't. You said I don't need to do those gigs or I don't need to go out there. Well, I don't need to go out there for the look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think. I mean, I'm really not trying to break it down like that, but. Yeah, I know. But. I mean, look, it could be its own episode at the end of the day because it's one of those conversations where, like, I, I'm i at the point in my life, and I think in our where we are in our lives, where we're able to have conversations that we couldn't have before. You know what I mean? Like, with each other in a manner where we're honest and transparent and it doesn't affect us because we know yeah. who, who we are and what we're about, and yeah. that's part of the maturity of our relationship. Um on and off the microphones. And I think that's what's given us the the power and the ability to just look, I'm I'm not afraid of any conversations. Like I've had conversations with people that want to put it be in jail. I've had conversations with people that wanted to quote unquote catch me outside. Like it's it's we've gone through it all. And I think it's it's that point where it's like, look, if you want to have a healthy conversation to why you and I are different and why we look at things differently, like I'm all for it. But don't get offended when I come at you with why my mentality is different than yours or my approach to my career is different than yours. We could be in the same category, but we're not shooting for the same hoop. You know, we're not shooting for the same league. Like, I'm, I'm out here, I'm trying to do what I think is good for me in the long run. I'm not here for the short term. Mike's like, I'm trying to pull up from the logo. I ain't taking no free throws. And, right. and another thing, and uh, we can end <laughs> it after this. Um, in all fairness, I know, like, downtown L.A. doesn't pay very well. And that's probably what he thinks or, or some DJs think because of the, the downtown L.A. rate can suck really bad. I mean, most but, of L.A. But, sucks because they're only going to offer you an hour gig yeah. because they don't trust you to go. Even though you can do your six hours, like you may not know the vintage and adventurous. You might not know the shorty shorties. You might not know the, the and that let's just go. That's hip hop side, right? Or maybe his perspective when he brought up a reference where he was like, oh, where L.A. has us is luxury Latino. Uh, Latin nights well shit I can tell you right now based on all the Latin nights I know there's only one that pays more than 500 bucks in town yeah and I won't say where but you can tell based on the the climate of of LA uh again this is pre uh pandemic past tense yeah past tense (laughs) uh paid (laughs) but um it's it's it maybe that's where he sees or that's the people he has access to and the people he's talked to. But the problem with with you getting the pay that that we might have set ourselves up for is that we're here. This is our home. We know how the place operates. We've been to this club a couple of times. And at the end of the day, what we may be able to offer on the other side of it. Right. Because we're not. We're not all gig swapping DJs. And sometimes some people that get in the position for that couple hundred bucks coming this way, they're usually trading some services or connecting you at least. Like, 
what are you offering in New York, respectfully, that's going to make somebody from out here be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go all the way over there and lose a day of travel, invest my time into that night, and then hopefully get another gig somewhere while I'm out there. And the thing is, you you take these bookings like you would take something like um, like like let's say the highest booking you can take in New York or one of the highest bookings. Like I knew a guy that was doing that monthly headlining for a few hundred dollars, yeah. and I imagine in hopes to get bigger bookings, more bookings. I got this on my resume, you know, one of the most popular cities in the country, one of the most popular clubs in the country. I should be spinning everywhere because of this on my resume. And and it didn't work out that way for him. So now what am I really doing it for? You yeah. know, and that's a roll of the dice. Not, that's not guaranteed. I've done situations where I get shit out of it. And I've done situations where I get a residency at it or I get booked somewhere else because I was seen booked there. Yeah. But, you know, it's not a bulletproof situation. If you, can, if you can spin there, it doesn't mean you can spin everywhere. No, you know? not at all. Yeah. So I don't know. Just be, well, now I know why I'm sassy. And I'm fine with that. I'll take it. Spicy. That might be the the, the title of this episode. Spicy Mickey. Sassy. Sassy Mickey. Sassy Mickey. Yeah. I'm not calling no grown man spicy. <laughs> All I, right, we out. <laughs> on that note. <laughs>